0: Some sort of handwritten note. Two pages, Davis. To the very nice, very full day, I promise there will be no swearing in this letter. Thank you for always taking time out of your day to respond to me. But of course, this is wonderful humans. But most importantly, thank you for sending a message to all the major marks in Matt Cardona and Brian Myers for the virtual flea market for my fan podcast. The Major World Order. This is a plug! We are secretly plugging this show now. Hosted with Aaron Ortiz! You hear this, Davis? This is a plug. Ah, everyone loves Adenhausen, yes, but of course. Sorry it took so long to send this. That is okay. Uh yes, Toy vomit Sorry they missed out on the appearance, apparently. But we shall do another soon, hopefully. Uh looking forward to meeting you in person and seeing you rest alive many times. Hope to see you kick your opponents in the groin. There's lots of groin talk, this one. i uh, love seeing you on Conan. Yes, who didn't? And, uh, what else? Davis is touching Nicholas while we're trying to film. He's very distracting. A little bit. Just looking at a shirt. Dave, he's touching his shirt! Yeah, touch. He's, he's going, oh, let me feel. I let me feel your him. shirt while we are filming. didn't has inside saw you. Uh, yes, love seeing you on Conan, but of course, Hope you cross off more of your goals of your list this year. Cannot wait for the zombie soldier figure. Yes, it's coming out in October, I believe. Again, thank you for all you have done. Huge inspiration to me. Oh, and my hero. This is very nice. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Continues on with this one. In me when I start my journey to become a wrestler. Hope to see you in the ring one day. Yes, we shall. Forever grateful and talk to you soon. Much love, Andrew Housing. Oh, yes. He asked, tell Egon, Hosevar, says hi. Egon, it's Jan-Hosin. Uh Hosevar, says hi. We did it. Now, what is this? Sorry. Possibly. Okay. Let's see. Ah, it's them. This is their stickers for their podcast.
1: Uh,
0: check it out. There's a photo of them. Here they are is the NWO. And there's a magnet. Quite wonderful. This podcast
2: has been paid for by the Major World Order.
1: Major World Order. Figs for life. Life.
2: Life.
3: Hello, (laughs) and welcome to the Major World Order podcast. Where you may hear Husvar going, getting ready by clearing his his sensual voice vocal cords. That's what I'm looking for. Um anyway, this is the MWO <laughs> podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. And with me is Hus
4: Hus Husvar, aka the Major Mar Kid. AKA handsome host, aka Heartbreak Husvar, aka Falcon and the Winter Husvar, collector of all things wrestling, movies, TV, and pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, Birch, and also supporter of the All Ego, Ethan Page, and a very nice, very evil, Dan Housen. We also have with us...
5: The Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of Wrestling Figure Collecting, the Major Mad Hatter. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the Major World Order Podcast, where it's just two. Sweet!
3: Wow, you started to sound like a a siren.
5: (laughs) You're welcome. I have to switch (laughs) it up every week, so
1: you know
3: how it is. Yep, yep, I like it. Well, so to start this off, we had a guest lined up. Something fell through. Last minute, they weren't able to do it.
5: We had a lethal lottery.
3: That's right. So we, we
2: uh lottery.
3: <laughs> we we did something a little different. We took a, a risk of of opening this up to anybody in the major Facebook group. And, and did was, it pay off? And it Ooh, did.
5: We won the lottery yeah. this week. We Fuck won. Yeah, the we won the lethal Jackson. lottery. And uh, so you now we gotta insert we have the uh, million dollar man music right here. <laughs> all right anyway so
3: yes with us we have a repeat guest joe
2: shoes yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah
6: that's right the king of keeping it real the lord of legit the admiral of awesomeness the emperor of entertainment the colossus of cool the sh sh, sh- superstar. and the kurt rambus of wrestling figure collecting because i'm more than happy <laughs> to just sit on the bench and watch my friends have fun <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: yep and we're back.
3: <laughs>
5: and we're back. Yeah. Yoko Shuna.
3: So yeah, when we left off with you last time, there was a lot of great stories told. And afterwards, you just kind of kept telling stories. And it's like, wow, yeah. like there's so much stuff going on in in, in the Shunaverse,
1: Yeah. <laughs> and um oh, yeah
3: um we knew at some point we just had to you know have you back on and we knew it would happen eventually but didn't yeah, didn't expect it to be this soon and it worked out and you're here so let's yeah. just hang out and talk yeah, about stuff i uh
6: I, i'm actually sitting here i was doing laundry so uh nice. i saw the post come up i was like eh, i'll jump on I'm not really doing anything so oh, let, yeah, let's man. go all right let's do it and actually, um, we, we did get to meet recently, which was nice. Yes, we did. Oh yes. yeah, well, two yep. weeks ago, three weeks ago. I got to yeah. see. I got to uh, kind of uh, nudge Husvar to kiss another man, <laughs> which was nice. Uh,
3: <laughs> not even uh, just another man. Rory Fox. What, yeah.
6: what a time to be alive,
4: wasn't that? <laughs> I I just like I, I have vivid memories of just Sloggle's knee. In my crotch, and uh, him shoving
6: a ketchup bottle, using and- the ketchup bottle as if it was like the map of the
4: game, uh-huh.
1: of like Wisp. a person, and right?
6: And he's like diagramming a play, like John Madden Football '93. <laughs> why, like I, I, I know, I know how it started. I just don't know why.
1: <laughs>
6: and
3: I don't you know, either.
6: You know, because we but, were all you know a lot
3: of this was talked about in our um our drive from Wisconsin to Chicago after we well Jake didn't he he went and no you did hang out that whole time we all yeah. stayed up for like five a.m. No, I was
5: at could, yeah yeah you were there was,
3: yeah that's right I was thinking <laughs> the one previous where you're like you didn't you didn't go I wasn't well, yeah, was yeah, at the all, first, I wasn't at party yeah. number one I was
5: at I was at party number two yes.
3: we all <laughs> stayed with you know it was the four of us. A yeah. J. Knick, Carrie Cowling, like I think that m- might have been it at this point, but like till five a.m. just talking yeah. life, you know. Uh, talking I, I, I believe. Man. I believe shoes got the uh, the, um, the, the
5: the reboot.
3: No, the A J. Bug <laughs> of like, oh, isn't yeah. that just like a handsome man that you like what? to hear like, about? First oh. off,
6: you see this guy walking around <laughs> all weekend, and you're like. He doesn't look like a fucking wrestling fan.
5: So, <laughs> he looks like, like a supermodel.
6: Like, this is a guy who's obviously had sex before. <laughs> so so what is he doing here? Like, that, that, that was, I think, for, from my perspective, I was like, I was just so confused. Like, who the fuck is this guy? And then, like, you start talking to him, and he's just <laughs> like, like, and like anyone else. I mean, everybody, the whole yeah. weekend was just, like, super cool like super friendly um like very um very welcoming like the everybody like the whole weekend was like hey i'm this person and you know you have like a a built up um i don't want to say relationship that sounds like almost too too much but like you have a built up understanding of of who people are yeah Yeah. um but it is limited because you only know them by name um right probably 99 percent of the cases so like i i knew I knew his name, like, once I heard it, I was like, oh, I recognize that name and whatever. And then he starts telling me his story, and I was like, wait one second. But, wow, that's a uh, <laughs> look at that face. Like, just you, I'm completely mystified awe, by what is awe. going on. Oh.
5: That Re- shoes, remind me, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, everybody listening, Andrew just posted a picture of shoes from Live 7. Um, But that's what.
6: Well,
3: and that's the hotel afterwards. That's that's that's
6: definitely me hearing
5: AJ's story and being like, "Who the? So I have a I have a picture from night two that I gotta send you. Oh boy, I can't I can't post it in the group. What would I do? Oh, Uh, I'll I'll send it to you.
6: I was gonna say like, no, my pants. No, you didn't. it It was nothing bad. I was gonna say like. I know there were some really bad-looking pictures. Joey Hudson posted a photo of me.
5: Hudson, man. One of the the worst
6: photos of me I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. And then like like, immediately under that, that, uh, I want to say it was Nicholas Michael, I think, Uh, posted a mm -hmm. photo, where I was like, and this is one of the best pictures I've ever seen (laughs) of me. So, you know, (laughs) it it evens out. Yeah.
3: But no, we – that was – so anyway, I was just bringing all that uh, 5 a.m. stuff up because then we – Basically, hit the road and tried to re-explain the events of Live Seven Weekend, um. So you can go back and hear like the big parts of that. But, but yes, as Shoes was saying, there was this whole kissing Rory Fox gimmick.
6: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, well there... I know how it started because Dylan came up to me yes. yep. and he was like, "I dare you to go kiss Rory Fox on the cheek," and I'm like, <laughs> "That's it? <laughs> That's it? Like, yeah, yeah. Kiss him on the <laughs> ass, whatever. Come on now, pal." <laughs> So, uh, so warrior was sitting down, just like checking something on his phone, and I just walk over there, like man, cool, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, my man, I just want to say, I really, I really appreciate it. and then I just <laughs> dove in and went for it. And he's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I walk back up to Swags, and he's like, I, I go, hey man, your turn. So like, then he does it, and then I want right. to say Nick Stapp did it, and then I think yep. Jake did it, and then. Yeah. And then everyone just rose to the rafters because you know we had to get hus- Husbar out of the seat,
5: right? You know yeah. it was. The dude, needed- how was that chant when everybody was like Hus, Hus, Hus? hus, hus.
6: Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> that was the equivalent of like the Sandman coming back at the ECW yes. arena. Yes, oh wow! It, it was, was the equivalent dude, of Hogan it was,
5: in Montreal. It was I epic, mean, dude! It was epic! It was epic! I mean, well, because really, I was fucked it up. No, <laughs> no, no, no,
6: no, no, no. See, nah. this is this is where I don't want to see. Under no point, at no point did you fuck it up. Here's it could, because you may be being a little hard on yourself, Beeve, Because you're <laughs> <Beef>. right. What, <laughs> you're right, <like, laughs> well, Wally. What happened? What had happened was happened now Rory was... Fox was clued into the game.
5: Right. You know, those mother, motherfuckers are trying to kiss him.
6: around. It. We're like, what the fuck? Like Cardona
3: was,
5: yes. and yeah. were
6: like, what the fuck?
5: What is the that? fuck? There's <laughs> like a bunch of dudes just of, kissing Rory. <laughs> they're,
6: they're
3: kind of laughing, but they're like, what's the fuck yeah. going yeah. on with yeah. these so like,
1: idiots? <laughs> Rory just kind
6: of sees you like slinking in, and, and so now he's like ready for it. And I remember looking at you and I'm doing like this motion with my fingers to walk around the whole group in a circle. And then you just right. like, you give me like the nod, like, I, like I'm giving you the signal from the third base like coaching go- box. <laughs> <laughs> and like all of a sudden, like, like you slipped into the abyss and you were out of sight. So everyone right. forgot you were there. And then boom, it, you boom, just came up out of nowhere like the Viper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the I, out of nowhere. I
6: planted it on him out of nowhere. The crowd erupted. <laughs> every, every everyone went home happy. That's how you always send the people home happy, and Husvar did it that night. Right.
4: Know, I'm glad I can make my people happy. <laughs> yeah, man, this
6: business is all about
4: putting smiles on faces. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like the the funniest part about the whole thing was when Swago was doing was had his knee in my crotch and showing <laughs> me on this ketchup bottle, what, you know what to do. I'm like thinking that this is the rib of the year. That it's like, oh, we're all going to be making fun of Husfar on me.
3: Yeah, because right. he so was I, out. He was outside. He didn't know any of this happened.
4: Yeah,
5: we'd oh. already went like three or four yeah. people had yeah. already kissed Rory, so he just walked in um, from like vaping or whatever he was doing, yeah. and you okay. know, he you know, he had no Don't clue more. what was going on. Well, yeah. Um, congrats, by the way. You know, you, you quit vaping. You. What are you two days clean now? Two days clean. Hell yeah, brother! Congratulations. Um, Nobody likes a quitter, (laughs) Husvar.
4: Maybe one day, (laughs) but no, I I gotta be good. But I, I, I don't know if you remember shoes, but I looked at you and I looked at Nick Stapp and I was like, did everyone else do this? (laughs) And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, I gave you like a look like, okay, I'm trusting you. Like (laughs) that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I I remember vividly from, from that whole thing.
3: because yeah like and i i knew the situation husvar was in because like i knew that he was outside and now all of a sudden he has a leprechaun nestled up between <laughs> his legs with a bottle Render of Crotcher. ketchup and husvar hates ketchup so this I, I whole don't thing like he's just like it's i don't match know match. what these people are planning on doing to me so but, i yeah. i understand the the, the trepidation I Expected to be
6: covered in ketchup like after this whole
4: thing, he like was gonna was you.
1: <laughs> oh, see, no, that was
6: that was never the plan. That was, and, and like, I didn't know, like, you hadn't seen everything, so like, I mean, yeah. but there's a great picture of like kind of from the side. I I, I don't know if Billy's the one who took it. No, but, I like,
3: think it was Mark, Mark Bitters. Bitter's.
6: Okay, so like, uh, swaggles right there, like, right in you. And, like, I'm, like, layered over you.
5: I'm, I'm inside like, you, bro.
6: Yeah, like, I'm layered over you, like, a balcony leaning over you, like, over struggle yes. over you. And exactly. then like, with, like, the most stern face oh because God. this was serious business. Yeah. And, then, I I and then the CPA is just there, you know, like, happy to like, be out like, for the ride.
5: <laughs> I'm happy to be outside today. Yeah. Like, so, that oh, was ex- what a moment. Um, it dude, was. Ex- it was
6: one of my
4: prouder moments.
5: Hell yeah. Actually, I got a quick question for you, Shoes. I, I vaguely remember night two being at uh, Slade's. Now, I do remember a couple people grabbing my legs and trying to pick me up while
1: oh, Swaggle yeah. <laughs> tried
5: to steal my shoe. Legit. Like, so we're, I, I thought it was you and Mark. Was, it, was no. it you or no?
6: I will say I, have a, I, I absolutely was not involved in that, and okay. I didn't even know that was a thing that was going on.
5: Okay, all right. So I, remember- I think
6: if anyone, I think if there's going to be anyone to blame there, it's probably going to be Hot Rod Guy because. Oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, if, if you're gonna <laughs> recruit someone, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna grab the most muscled up motherfuckers standing around. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you, so
3: you need another muscled up motherfucker.
5: <laughs> so I do. I distinctly remember I was standing there talk I think I might have been talking to Matt or Brian. Some I, I was talking to somebody and. Um, next thing I know, somebody was grabbing my right leg and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look down and then somebody grabbed my left leg and I'm like, I'm actually getting like lifted up and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I look down and somebody's tugging on my shoe and I look down at swaggle. He's like trying to take my shoe off. And I'm but I, I have a glass of beer and a bottle of beer in each hand, right? I'm double fisting it, right? So I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So I I pull my leg out like to try to pull it away from swaggle. Well he just like lets go. Did you pull your leg I, out of your leg? <laughs> <laughs> I, pulled, I pulled my leg right into his chin. I fucking oh. need swoggle in the mouth. Well he came up. <laughs> And hit my my bottle of beer. Dude, it fucking went flying everywhere. And he was like, he's covered in beer. And I just looked. At, and then <laughs> whoever was holding or trying to lift me up just dropped me because they're laughing. And I'm like, that's what you fucking get.
6: <laughs> that tells me that's not the first time Dylan's been covered in beer.
5: Yeah, yeah. He just walked off. I, I, I wish it would have went differently. I wish he could have been successful in his attempt this time, but uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't wasn't so.
3: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, k- keeping on the the live seven train, um, yeah. Uh, the majors released their official vlog, and then us, along with several other major marks, released kind of the fan perspective vlog. And shoes, yeah. you you watched it. I did. And we're, we're surprised by one of the stories you told. I don't remember telling, remember story telling anyway. the story. <laughs> so, I haven't even. Oh, by the long. way,
5: I was the lighting guy. I don't know if you noticed halfway through the story. you know, halfway like, through the, story, you know, the, the light comes <laughs> on <laughs> and, and beautiful. I, I just hit my flash. I was like, there we go. We need some light on this guy. <laughs> I,
6: I, I, so, I, I the 100% that story is true. Uh, I haven't thought about it in years. And when I saw it in the vlog, I'm like, I don't even remember telling this story. Like, <laughs> wh- like, how would this even come up? Like, I don't know. And uh, I mean, you but it's, it's I think it's a good story. And and like I said, it oh, is 100% it. true. Like, so I was talking <laughs> shit about how much I hated Creed, which was youthful <laughs> exuberance. Now, you know, we all look back and say, oh, Creed is great. Oh, you know, yeah, thank sure, you. Sure. Thank you, Creed. You know, I, you. I
3: wonder. <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
3: I wonder if if the conversation started because, and we can talk about some of this too. There's there's you know, unless you were there, you don't fully know. But there's been little snippets of conversation here and there that you and CPA Nick Stapp. Are the curators of excellent playlists? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I wonder <laughs> oh, if this conversation came up, and you're like, no, 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 no Creed, because that time at Toys R Us or Walmart or whatever it was, probably.
6: But um, so the the weekend actually started for us. Um, yes. So Thursday night, Friday night was the live show, if I remember correctly. Yes. Okay, so Thursday night, uh, CPA and I. Uh, we were sharing a hotel room, so we we decided to go out and get some drinks. So nice. we're just walking around town because like obviously we've never been to Oshkosh before. Sure. So we're just like walking down like Main Street, Checking I guess it out. was. Yeah. And like seeing, hey, what's here, what's still open, whatever. We walk into this one bar that, you know, we just missed out on karaoke night. They were just cleaning up. Um, CPA and I are both very big karaoke guys. I was C- asked. CPA yeah. loves to sing some Queen. Oh, he's a big. By the queen, way, right? I was
5: work. I was working out with him unintentionally at the um, at the gym mm. in the hotel, <laughs> and he mentioned to me later on that he was like, "Yeah, I had my music blasting, and I was like, I was singing, but like as soon as you came in, I had to shut it down because I didn't know who you, you know. I didn't yeah, know yeah, who yeah. you were. And I, I I'm mean, like- that's
6: common <laughs> when you're when when you're like, in like a, a gym like that." I think that's common. Like someone lets their headphones, they just play their music. And then all of a sudden someone walks in and they're like, mother shit. (laughs) Not
1: that I ever know.
6: I mean, I've walked past many gyms in my day to to get (laughs) to like the bagel place next door. (laughs) But uh, I mean, that sounds like a common story. Yeah. Yep. But so the the, the night before uh, the live show, we, we go to this bar. Uh, we order up a couple adult beverages. The bartender charges us like 38 cents for a few beers. Yeah. Which it's, I'm, it's, I'm, a it's a deal. There. There.
1: Yeah. A like, deal it really ski. was.
6: So now the, they, they're cleaning up the karaoke. So now the, the jukebox is open. So I've got the TouchTunes app on my phone. Yeah. And I decided to put in a few songs and uh by a few songs I mean Toxic by Britney Spears just a couple <laughs> of times in a row. And um <laughs> the uh the local folk were not ha- happy about that and um, ki- kindly asked us to leave. And, well you know, that's what your toxic? your status that's was it? on Facebook that night. <laughs> well yeah we 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 got kicked out of the bar for for just being be, awesome. Because of the, for because toxic. Of the music <laughs> for that's being it? awesome. That's a, they can't bullshit it. dude. Oshkosh wasn't ready for this.
5: No, no, they weren't.
6: You know, and then and then of course Friday night we all got kicked out of the hotel.
5: Yes, party. we did. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah,
6: Time so to sh- the fuck out. Yeah, uh, don't, don't make me call the cops.
5: Yeah, uh, dude, somebody... I'm pretty sure that dude was the Mountie. Oh
6: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was he was always gonna get his man. I think it was
3: Purple Best Wishes shirt guy Ron E. Bosch um, posted in the group. Uh, and it's it's a picture of kind of a famous picture of Andre holding a beer
6: okay mm-hmm. oh yeah and
3: he's just like like i think it's in the ring he's like super sweaty and he's just like he's got this oh like, yeah he's this, just like this glare and <laughs> yeah. it like it it says like the face that you make when you know the bartender tells you to leave or that yeah. it's closing time and it's like this was legit he's slater <laughs> He said, Oh fuck
5: you, baby. When when <laughs> the
3: the bartender went, It's closing time, everybody out. And I just I was standing out, next yeah. to Heath, and he's just like, Oh, fuck no, baby. Fuck
6: it me. is not. <laughs> and he you just walked no, drinking. We gotta talk yeah. about Heath for a second.
5: Yes, You're, we do. <laughs> and by <laughs> the way, I, I honestly sincerely wish I would have just hung out a little longer so I could have got to hang out with you guys and Heath in the hotel room. I didn't get to, but anyway, continue your story.
6: What a Like I said, so I never met Heath before this. This is my Mm -hmm. first time around him. Yep. And. Three. Like, we're we're downstairs in the dungeon, like uh, the quote-unquote green room. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. On, uh, of the theater. Of the, the
3: theater. <laughs> for the for the theater. 7, right? Yeah, yeah. so Half I crabs. mean, it was like
6: this little basement thing. Uh, there was no room. Like, you were right on right. top of each other. Thankfully, there wasn't many of us. Elbows a- to
5: buttholes. Oh, we Everybody's had a great time, though,
6: because we had a bunch <laughs> of PBR down there. Hell yeah. yeah. They brought catering in, so we're hanging out. Nice. We're, we're drinking. We're, we're chatting. You know, nice. Maven's always cool. Uh, Mr. Right. Kennedy so, loosened up after a little bit, and he just realized, like,
1: right. he he you know, while, sure. you know felt the vibe after a while, you know. Hell
6: yeah. And Heath walked in there like he fucking owned the place. And <laughs> <laughs> he walked Jimmy in Giants. there and within probably like eight seconds, he was everybody's best friend. Right. Yeah. And like I said to everybody, I go, you know, you're always told never meet your heroes, but you don't even realize who your heroes are until you meet Heath.
5: Uh, uh, dude, a hundred percent. A hundred percent, man.
6: What of what a brother. What like the world's coolest guy? Like, yes, just so funny, so engaging, and like every yeah. every time, like you know when he was in um Tampa for uh, FCW, we were sharing mm-hmm. Tampa stories because I lived there for mm-hmm. a long time too. Right. And uh now you're in so, Orlando like, right now, right? I'm in Orlando now, which okay. yeah. is not as cool. Um,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna choice. be.
5: I'm gonna be. Well, I'm not gonna be in Orlando, but I'm I'm moving down to Florida actually uh week after next. So. We gotta get together, man. I've
6: been down here about ten years now, and it's the best decision I ever made. Because I don't, I don't have to see snow. when i see snow i get very disappointed and sad and and then i remember the days of shoveling it and i say was stupid why (laughs) was i so stupid i didn't have to be so stupid i could have i could have been six years old and said dad mom we're moving the fuck out because there's no need for this
1: (laughs) right (laughs)
5: that's
6: you know instead you know people say work smart not hard you know what smart is moving the fuck out before the snow comes (laughs) right (laughs) how dumb were my parents (laughs) but he is just (laughs) like everything he says it's not even necessarily what he says but the way he says it it's where it's just so fucking funny every time and he couldn't like so like he knew my name was shoes but like he's like what a yoko Shuna marco what (laughs) and like oh yeah for the whole uh-huh. night he was just like yo yoko marco get, like, <laughs> yeah i, I every, remember that every time he said it i would fucking explode like right. I, I was laughing so hard <laughs> being around him that at one point right. i thought i was going to laugh too hard and my body would erupt into like 11 tiny shoes <laughs> that would all be running around <laughs> laughing at the same time so that was very uh it, you know, I was concerned for my health at one point, but for the best of reasons.
5: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Cause got to share the gimmick table right next to him.
6: Yeah.
5: So yeah, you were,
3: were yeah. you know, you got to hang out with him all night there and then at the bar afterwards. And, you know, so yeah, there, there was a lot of hanging out with him. Yeah. yeah it was so funny. Cause like I, you know, and this isn't like a big story or anything, but like being around him and like, just hearing how he talks and how he interacts with people. And he's just naturally like he's, I don't even think he's trying to be funny. Like that's just, it's
6: that's what made, he's like very genuine. And like, yeah, yes. and he's got that I, sense about him that it's not a put on and right, that it's, it's not well, like he's, he's not trying to just ingratiate right. himself. He's just very natural, very charismatic. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Like, and there's I mean, like
3: a lot of love behind it.
6: Well, Hunt, and, 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 and he thing. was so I mean, happy to be there right, because yes. he's been hurt, he's been injured, and he's basically right. he's stuck been, in his
5: house. He's stuck yeah, in his house. He's been there since mm-hmm. September, right? I think something yeah. like that. The yeah. 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 I mean, so like, I'm from West Virginia originally, and and obviously he is as well. So he's just that natural country boy, you know, having yeah. a good time, happy to be there, and just just I don't know just excited you know what I'm saying like he he doesn't mean he's not trying to be funny he's just being natural it's just legit who he is he's just a a fun charismatic guy and it's just like his presence is just amazing you know I mean You know, like I'm when when he had first walked past us, we were in line to meet, you know, Matt, Mark, and Brian, and um you know, to to see the guys and everything. And he walked by, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" You know, he's like, "What's up, brother?" And then he's like, he looked at me kind of funny. He's like, "I know you from somewhere," and not like we've never obviously never met before. But I was, I just it's well, yeah, we well actually, yeah. Now that you think about, I forgot about that. Yeah, the 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 live flea market. Yep. Yeah. So, but I had said I was like, "Well, no." I was like, "Actually, I'm the one who came up with the idea for I got figs." That's for, right for the oh. for the podcast i'm i i messaged matt on instagram like two years ago about that or whatever but anyway um he's like oh shit that was you baby oh hell yeah and he you know high five <laughs> me and they hugged me up like oh fuck this is cool shit you know but, but then uh, as he's know,
3: walking was, down, the mo- down the stairs he goes i ain't never seen no money from it though yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know but it was just it was just a cool ass moment you know and that was just enough gratification for me but uh you know it's just like he's just legit, just a genuine good dude, right? And, uh, just full, full of fun, and and what a great, uh, a full heart, great guy. I mean, just awesome dude. He
6: told yeah, us so. a story downstairs, and I think this is like the perfect summation of Heath. In like, mm. you know, especially for the the time that I've gotten to be around him, which admittedly is is still not much. But yeah. so after he gets released, he's like having to set up like his new email and his pro wrestling right. store mm-hmm. and his wife is helping him out do it because he's i guess not the most computer savvy guy in the world so but obviously he's talking to brian and getting like a lot of the feedback hey what should i do and, he, and they're like hey you got to set up a, an email address so i guess his wife is like setting him up a gmail and she's like well what do you want your email to be and he goes yo baby just book me baby
1: <laughs>
6: and, and she's like, book me. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just put it in there. Book me, baby. So his e- like his booking emails, like book me baby22 at gmail. Yes. <laughs>
5: that's fucking classic. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, that's I just
6: it. I, it's yeah. just
5: perfect. It's pure heath, man. It's pure heath. I mean, we and that's another like. thing. We have we've talked about this a little bit. We have to get him yeah, on the and show one on one.
1: Matt the even flea market.
5: We said
3: we would.
1: You know, yeah. we asked oh, yeah. him,
3: and he's like, "I'd love to." He's like, "I'd
4: love
5: yeah. to be on." Yeah, and
1: yeah.
3: Matt told us too. He's like, "You guys got to get Heath on." So yeah, yeah that's I, something it, we definitely got to work on. Coming it's soon. Just,
6: everything coming he soon. says just is it's like eruptive with man. laughter. Yeah. Like he's yeah. just terrific. Yeah. I've
3: I've played oh, in in bands with a guy that personality do- doppelganger. Like oh yeah, same exact guy, and I'm just like like. I don't know Heath, but I'm like I know this guy. <laughs> like yeah. you know, it's just it, it, like I said, genuine thing. love, fun. Like that's same that thing guy. with me.
6: Like well, my cardiologist, Doctor Pete, is the same way. So Doctor Pete's not a real cardiologist, but he likes to claim he's a doctor of the heart because he <laughs> loves love.
5: So <laughs> oh, so, okay.
6: but he's just got that personality where every day is the best day of his life. Mm. And oh yeah, man,
5: that's awesome. You know, awesome, a, a lot that's of people.
6: If you meet him for the first time, like if I introduce people to him, I kind of feel like I have to like warn them, be like, yo, just so you know, this isn't like a, a gimmick. Like he's just always like this because people, mm-hmm. like, whenever someone's that happy, naturally, you're like, okay, what the fuck is wrong with this? He's this trying to like, rip me off. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. like let's, let's peel back the, right.
6: the, the curtain on this one. And, yeah. yeah.
3: Right. Right, just, can, can we get a, an always happy?
6: Always happy.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and finally,
5: he, he hasn't talked in 17 minutes. Well, I was I was
4: trying to I was going to say my story. I'm, I'm, I'm getting say my it, moment. Baby. I was just going to say when when I met Heath when I went up for my photo op. I think Billy took my picture, yes. and you know Rory of course was next to his table and was yeah. like you know 2MB, two <laughs> MB two man two man, man baby oh yeah. And, oh man, by the way, man, by the, man, I'm man, sorry man, to man, interrupt. Man, I know I
5: just told you to talk, okay. but. Uh, <laughs> but shoes did did uh did um fucking what's it Rory Fox did he smell like Bodman body spray at all to you
6: if he did i didn't pick it up i don't have okay. a great sense of smell right.
5: <laughs> i got gotcha. you i just noticed that like every time we walked by me, i'm like jesus he smelled like, like uh, bodman for some I've reason i've been or in so, or wrestling or locker
6: rooms for so long um you get just immune a lot to the of, smell you know why like you get so many of like these sprays Scents and, and, and whatever because everyone yeah. is like Especially, like, I'm there in the Yoko, su- uh, the Yoko Shuna suit, so I'm, like, sweating. Right. I'm, like, baby powder sweaty. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you.
5: I got you. Okay. I was just wondering, because, like, I just I don't mean... And I'm not trying to talk shit about Rory or nothing, but there was just, like... No, but, like, let's talk shit about him, Rory. <laughs> it was just, well, like...
3: I think Cuspar's like about cheap, yeah. C- yeah.
5: Well, anyway, yeah, there was yeah. just some, like, uh, overabundance of cheap cologne. It was just, like, what the yeah, fuck well, is well, it? like, it's, why, it's why are you putting those- that much on, but...
3: It's probably, it's probably cheap library Windex.
5: Yeah. <laughs> little, little WD 40, WD-40. 40. <laughs> <cologne>. <laughs> when, Keeps when, me when,
4: when you guys had me kiss his cheek, uh, it was like, it was, it was strong. It was some strong smell. Oh, it was by the something. way, oh, so
5: you're saying there tell was us about dish. your dry kiss. <laughs> Not the wet yeah. kiss, but your dry kiss.
4: I made sure my <laughs> lips were dry. I was like, I'm not like, I don't want any of my saliva touching Rory's face. So I like, I remember when I'm, when when we were talking, when I snuck oh, around, shit. I went like this real quick, to <laughs> wipe my, I wipe cleaned my lips clear. off and made them dry.
5: Whatever.
6: I mean, and even for a situation like this, where I'm going to kiss Rory Fox, I still want to go in with just, you know, like a little bit of sensuality. the right amount of pressure because i still want this to be a memorable experience for everyone involved you know (laughs) like not only do i put smiles on faces i put memories in hearts and and that's if i'm gonna do that sort of thing i want to you know i just want to go down in your own personal history where you go 15 years from now like you know what i will never forget the moment when i was kissed by yoko shuna (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> he won't forget the the moment. That Rory he- will oh, never he, forget the dry kiss. He's like, that he brings it up chest. in
2: the group.
4: He brings it up in the group like every day. He's like, he's like, you better not kiss me again, Osbar. Like all the
6: time. so he like DMs me now about yo, you stiffed the shit out of me with that bonsai drop. I'm like my man it was oh, weeks yeah. ago. You're, you should be better. <laughs> yeah. my,
5: my ribs are cracked, motherfucker.
6: <laughs> my my
3: favorite response was like because he came up to you in the bar. Afterwards, yeah, yeah. it was just like, man, you really, video. you really smashed you really in my chest cavity, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, whatever the office tells me, that's what I do. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, the, so the, this, this one, I'll, I'll, I'll let a little private uh, combo. Oh. Brian texted, so I wasn't booked on the show. Um, oh, I was just good. going because I yeah, wanted out. to go hang out with my friends, and sure. you um, know, like especially like we're not completely out of like the whole quarantine <laughs> virus yeah, thing right. yet, so yeah, it's. Know. You know, it was just like it was a good opportunity for me to get out and do something fun. Hell and yeah. then a couple of days beforehand, um, Brian texts me and he's like, "Hey, um, were you, are you able to give Rory a bonsai drop?" And I go, <laughs> "Fuck yeah. yeah!" I go, "I just got to see how high I'm jumping from that way I don't kill him." He goes, "Yeah, not really concerned with his well-being. Can you do it?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
5: oh my god, we need a we need a shirt like that, Rory Fox. We're not concerned with his well-being. oh Oh, my god that's fucking
4: great when I was getting my picture with Heath you know Rory was two man band you know he's like Hushbar you want a picture with the two man band and I look at Heath and Heath looks at me you know he's wearing sunglasses and I'm like nah and then Heath (laughs) just like pauses for a second and then he just starts dying laughing so my Uh third picture on my phone is just Heath with this huge ass smile on his face And, um, no, it's exactly as you guys said, he's so like genuine and, and like, just like the guy you want to hang out with, you know? Yeah. And, and we both busted on, on Rory. So, and
3: Rory's (laughs) probably in the background of that picture as he is in several Keith (laughs) Keith pictures. That dude is always trying to shoot his shot. Always.
6: Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, he, he he came up to me at certain points and was like, uh. Hey, uh, you think this is gonna get me uh, uh, like a action figure or like he's like, you know, like he's like you know he's like every time Matt posts something, I try to post something that's almost oh, the same. My God. and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, he's dude,
5: yeah. great. He's a little yep. yeah, There's <laughs> there's Rory. And there he's ground. all upset
6: because
2: I told him nah. No,
5: yeah. <laughs> he was yeah, all Rory's, about that two man
2: uh, band thing too. He was
5: oh man, Roy. Rory is the caboose of everybody's train. I mean that's that's the best way I can describe. His, <laughs> he's great. You know I, what? I, I,
2: I, you, you need. I give him like credit.
5: That. You do. You do. He. I love Rory. I mean, he he messages me quite a bit. Uh, he just messaged me the other day. He's got a new vest coming out. Somebody is the, working on a vest for him. It's red, and um, you know he's it's got studs on it. It's very similar to Matt's, like Matt's vest oh. that that well that you just got. Huspar, oh, like actually. the one I got. Yes, he sent me a picture of that one, and it's going to look like that, but it's going to say always angry instead of always ready. So, um, yeah, it's just like that, studs but it's like red that. and it's got the studs on. It's exactly like that. Okay. So yeah. that's going to be coming soon to a local uh, convention Rest center near, show you. near you. But, um, you hear me? yeah, yeah, so. Because we both, yeah, exactly. Near Billy, yeah.
6: You know, I I think it's good. I think it's good for the brand, in all honesty. Um, 100%. Just Rory's
5: Rory's a little golden nugget. I mean, I'm just gonna put it like that. He he is, he he really is.
6: Nugget, you know, just to have these people who are like, like someone like me, for instance, I'm not like part of the show. Right. But I'm, I'm kind of like, the famous, though, like I'm kind of like yes. the Alice of the Brady Bunch. You know, the <laughs> yes. the focus is not on me. It should never be on me. Sure. But it's every now and then I'll come in. I'll have my cool little line, and then I'll bring home a bunch of meat because I'm banging Sam the butcher. You know,
1: it's <laughs> you, you're, you're <laughs> Isn't a huge Alice in part the of the center supporting square? cast.
6: Al- Alice is in the center square. Yeah, so oh. but, but like she's never the focus of the episode. She's right. you know,
1: you're the she glue.
5: You're the glue that holds everything together.
6: But just like having people like that, whether it's me, whether it's Rory, or having Maven around, yep. you know, Maven, Maven's yeah. been around enough on a, a couple live shows he, and the sw- I mean, Swaggle's a little more. Swaggle basically is, yeah. you know, like the, but, you know, the the figure four. He's pretty much. We, in we ain't there. saying but core yeah, yeah, four. Yeah. I don't like core four either. Yeah, that's a that's a, a Yankees thing, four. and that was that's a Brian yeah. name. Brian named that, and he picked right. a Yankees phrase. That's why I don't. Yeah, like he
5: that. fucked up.
3: He <laughs> shouldn't even like that. He shouldn't. You know, he's trying to get his baseball stuff in that's that's all it is somehow
6: (laughs) but uh you know it's like you know it's good to have these secondary characters that you know uh, bring a little
5: you absolutely need those
6: you know even like i remember like during the attitude era where it felt like everybody had a role yes like i would get excited when crash holly would come to the ring with the scale i'd be like oh because he's a super heavyweight and like yeah so like You know, if, if I could be somebody's crash holly, that's awesome. You know, oh, yeah. and, and it, oh, yeah. it makes for a more enjoyable thing, especially when now you come to a live show and okay, maybe you've heard of Yoko Shuna, maybe you've seen a boozin with the toys, but like now here's my 45 second spot. And it's not like I'm taking over the show, but I'm I'm getting in, I'm doing my thing, and I'm getting yeah. out. Okay, cool. I think it's it it just oh, yeah. all the all these little people who have had these roles come in yeah. and filtered out and fleshed yeah. out more of like a thing where you can have these one off right. appearances and stuff. It's just it's just fun. I think it's fun for everyone actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Um and uh I, I, I want to say too um when we were in that the hotel room till five AM or whatever, we were kind of talking about your importance to the group.
6: Um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's important
3: it's is, it was a lot of that it was a lot of that. It was a lot of no they nah. But anyway um more so you you had said I was like you know you like people want to see you, even if it's in those small doses, like yes. you said. And um, basically you were like, well, you know, I'm not going to say what, but you know, I'm going to be in the room while they're recording. So they're pro- you're probably, you're probably going to get a little something. And you did that intro and you did, and but it was yes. a great intro. Bro,
6: I was actually supposed to be on the episode and then um, I just didn't have headphones. Oh. So oh, man. Cause they, they were like, <laughs> why are we going to have him just sitting around like yeah. when he's here? So um, I, but you then, know,
3: I felt like it's gotta be more than that and then it was yeah. and I was like, oh okay, well but, I, you, heard, you scrimped in the background you 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 said something
6: you in the background. Hear you a little like, bit about yeah. your
4: belly or something.
6: Yeah, like if you watch like the the video version <laughs> yeah. like you like you see Matt make like a fat joke and like I, I took up my shirt and showed everyone the good like dude come
1: on. <laughs> but, um, no, but the intro
6: was funny because Mark said something to Brian about like, hey, who are we gonna get for the intro this week And Brian was like, shoes is right there. So right uh, I was like, uh, and I'm like half asleep at this point. Like we've had a long day and whatever. Oh, we had yeah, a long yeah. night the night before mm-hmm. I was with you guys. And then mm-hmm. Brian, uh, Mark and I had a long day the next day. And I was like, oh, what do you want me to say? And Brian's like, I don't know. Star Live seven, something, something, something. So then M- <laughs> M- Mark like turns on the thing and I just knock it out. And he's like, oh, one take. I was like, it's it. not my first rodeo kid. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, so the three of you. Uh, went to a game. Uh, did anyone yeah. else go? Just the no. Three? It was just
6: the, just the three of us. Yep. Um, uh, took the drive to Milwaukee. Went to a Brewers Pirates game. Got to see the nice. sausage race. If you know about the sausage race, they have the. Um, I don't. I want to say about the sixth inning. Obviously, Milwaukee is known for uh, beers and bratwurst. So um, one of the gimmicks at the for their in-game entertainment is these giant sausages who do <laughs> usually do a race around the the out the outside <laughs> of the uh, the field like in foul territory during like one of the inning breaks. Well, now because of COVID restrictions, they don't want them close to the players. It's just, you know, safety. So they have outside, they have like this little bridge that you would walk over from the stadium to the parking lot. So now the sausages race over this little bridge. (laughs) And uh, Brian, Mark, and I had been just taking a walk around the stadium, making sure we take it all in as the sausages are getting. And I get so hyped for that stuff. Like the sausage race to me is one of my favorite things from uh, all the baseball stadiums I've been to. So like there, I think Brian has a video of me like absolutely marking out because I was really pulling (laughs) for the chorizo. And
3: the, and the chorizo. So it's different types of sausage. Oh yeah, cut.
6: so it's a chorizo versus a hot dog versus a bratwurst versus a whatever oh, the French thing gosh. is. Like it's oh, like five. That's fucking great. Yeah, I've got <laughs> pictures with them. I'll, I'll 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 send you guys a picture when, yeah, from the first time yeah. I oh, went yeah. to Milwaukee. Um, but I was really pulling for the chorizo, and he got off to a bad start and could never even catch up. It was just a disaster, horrible, <laughs> horrible showing from the chorizo. I was very
1: upset.
3: So like, what what are, do they do like a special like if the chorizo wins, do they have like half price chorizos in the well, stands or I, you know
2: what? Um,
6: no, I don't know if they do do that normally. That would be actually kind of cool. Um,
3: or like if yeah. you put your bets on yeah. on the brat and they win, yeah, you get a free brat.
6: That would be that would be cool. I don't think they do <laughs> that right not. now, but especially now with the uh, COVID restrictions still in place for uh, a lot of places. Not all of the like concessions are open, mm, so really, right because
3: you were gonna do
6: their. Uh... They have a thing in Milwaukee called the Beast, and it is a bratwurst that is stuffed with a hot oh, you're dog. Us about that that yeah. is wrapped in AKA bacon Brock and Lesner. cheese, and like this thing is just completely massive. And I've it's been the there.
3: The in of
6: yeah, yeah, <laughs> and whatever. So I've been there twice before, and both times, by the time I found the stand that they sell this at, it had been sold out. So I'm like heated because if there's one thing I need to do, it's put this meat in my mouth. <laughs> and <laughs> and now I go to this stadium and I'm like, you know, on the lookout, eyes wide open, like open <laughs> toothpicks. And I'm like, <laughs> we're going to do this. And, but like the everything, you know, because there's only such a small amount of people are allowed to be in. So they don't need all the concession stands open. So really all they have open right. is, is your basic hot dogs, peanuts, sodas, beers, and, Like that. So like none of the cool stuff was like really open and flowing. Yeah. But you
3: are going to be doing a scheduled challenge at live eight.
6: I'm excited. I really am. Um, First of all, I'm really like touched that like they would continue to put me in spots like to have on their shows. Like this will be three straight live shows that I'm a part of,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, and that's
6: in addition to being on Boozing with the Toys, which I still don't know how that right. happened, but now it's just like a
1: thing. Hey, now you're just yeah. a it's your thing. It's your, it's your Yeah.
6: Like even uh, so like at the live show in Oshkosh, Brian was like, hey, are you good for boozin' next week? I go, why? What do you need me to do? He goes, no, you're just on it. And I was like, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> you're the
3: fourth man.
6: I like, Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> I still oh, remember yeah. uh, we were all on boozin together, like to end one of the shows and and shoes yes. and Jake, I watched as they're texting each other while they're on the show. I'm like, What
5: are you guys? <laughs> yeah. Doing? Oh yeah, I forgot about I think, that. I think it was like
3: maybe setting up. We I were, don't remember.
5: We were no, we were setting up the first yeah, the first time shoes I came won. on the show. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
6: But then um I the wanna say yeah. the boozing after that, um, as I've gotten to know Dylan a little bit better.
3: Oh yeah, that was when <laughs>
6: So when they, when they were all sitting at Brian's house, they had just done, uh, I think, what was it, the Philly appearance that you all you guys went to, too?
5: Yes. So I was they, not there. They well, were Billy, okay. yeah, Billy wasn't but there. Yeah. But, yeah. So,
6: but they they did boozing from Brian's house. And then I just, yep. like, I didn't advertise that I had, like, this tray of cupcakes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. I ate oh, the yeah. first
6: one. And all of a sudden, my phone went off, like, immediately. Dylan Postle. <laughs> And it's like I caught that you motherfucker. (laughs) 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 So I just write, I just write like "lol," you know, like I'm glad someone did. He's like, he's like, no, I saw it one bite the whole way. Like we were having like full scale conversations, so like that was fun. But you know, like they continue to find spots where I guess I just happen to fit in, and it was actually Matt that reached out to me, which you know is you know not normal like i've gotten to know matt a little bit better now as we've gone on sure but he he texted me one day and he's like hey um uh, i think we got a spot for you for live eight so my first response was you don't need me to get on a treadmill beforehand do you (laughs) and he's like it's like no quite the opposite i was like then whatever you need i don't care whatever it is i'll do it." so then he showed me the the seafood ufo sandwich from jimmy's he's like do you think you can eat this and I go, holy smokes! Um, and I'm looking at it, and he's like, he's like Braun Strowman tried it and only got through half of it. And I'm like, well, that's wow. that's a that's a big guy, yeah, but, right? Um, yeah.
5: He's so like I'm looking at. Size, man.
6: Yeah, I mean, we we might be around <laughs> the same weight though for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'm looking at so like I never I didn't even know this thing existed. So I'm like you know doing my my research my tape study yeah. and. Uh, I see it's seven pounds and I'm like, oh shit. Holy seven fuck, wow. Dude, seven, shit, seven pounds. Like yikes. Ooh, baby. But then I but then I also see serves three to four people. And I go, Well, wow. that three to four people sounds in my wheelhouse. Right. Seven pounds sounds intimidating, but three to four people I think is yeah. is doable.
5: It's doable. So yeah.
6: so now I've been in uh I've been training, I've been going to different places to get Yoko ready, and I'm <laughs> I am going to show up on June 11th. Um, this is, and and, like, I'm not, we are not doing this as a joke. I mean, and even from Matt, the the edict was, I want you to take this seriously.
3: The edict is eat it. Yeah. At live eight spelled A T E. Is it happening during the show or is
6: it like
4: during a certain time?
6: I think, uh, I think this has already been announced. So I don't feel bad about saying it. Yeah. The show's going to open Matt and Brian are going to come out with Mark. And then uh, I'm going to come out, they're going to bring out this sandwich, and I'm going to start eating as the show is going on. I'll be oh, kind of okay, just off, okay. to, off to the side and while this is. Is, is mowing the plan, down. Is the plan yeah, that,
3: like man. you start, and by the time the show's over, where are you at?
6: I, I'm hoping to be done by the time the show is over. I, I think it's, do doable. It. I, yeah.
5: it's doable. I think it's
3: doable. I think so. And I, I yeah, want to you, look you're up not like, like more. you
5: time more. restraint. So it's like, you know, I mean, you technically are, I guess, you know, but you got what? two three like you have five minutes like, or ten know, I, I think yeah.
6: that's what I've learned from just doing stuff like this in the past is. Mm-hmm. So let's say I get an hour to do it. Let's say the show yeah. goes an hour and I have an hour to eat it. Mm-hmm. I will not still be eating after an no. hour. No. Like it's either I finish it beforehand or I puke like a banshee all over the place beforehand. <laughs> but I, by the time the hour is up or an hour and a half, I will there is no way in hell I will still be actively eating. That's no. number one. Number two is, I think, what a lot of people do when they, when they try these food things. And they go, oh, that's not a lot of food. I could do it. Mm. They, number one, they, they overestimate themselves, underestimate the power of food. Right. Plus... They come up with a plan that and I've seen so many people do it um, when I watch like certain challenges online just to see how people are going about them. Like when I did the McDonald's one that quote unquote made me famous. Yeah. Um, Right. (laughs) And I, I did my tape study about that. What I was noticing was people were taking the double quarter pounders and like opening them up and trying to put like chicken nuggets on them and fries. But when you do that, you end up taking bigger bites and right, now, yep. when you end up taking bigger bites, you you spend longer chewing. And now, right. when you spend uh, more time chewing, you end up tricking yourself into thinking you're fuller faster. So it's right. actually mm. a psychology not a great trick. strategy. Well, I've Smaller done bites. some of these before, and it's just stuff like I've kind of picked up, like you know, through my own experience, trial sure. and error, basically. So when yeah. I did that McDonald's challenge, my plan from the get-go. Was if I can get through all the burgers at the beginning,
1: mm-hmm.
6: just get through the burgers, then I, I would still have the fries, the nuggets and the sodas left over. I can drink the sodas like normal as I'm going. So hopefully that'll bring that down. But uh, if I get through the burgers, the fries and the nuggets will still be appetizing enough where I could be like, oh, these still taste good. As long mm-hmm. as I get the burgers out of the way, which was, I think, the best right. way I could have done it. I because even by the last burger. I was tasting like every molecule of salt on each one. That last burger just felt like so like, and I couldn't wait
5: to get it done. But then once I
6: switched over to the fries, I was like like reinvigorated.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes, I mean, kind of counter opposite of that. I know I've talked about this before, you know, as far as like working out and stuff, you know, like there, there's been, I had some hiccups with running on the treadmill. My ultimate goal a while back was to run a mile straight, no breaks, you know, just no walking, just run a mile straight. It took me a while to get to it, but I finally, what what I ended up doing was just covering up the time, and I was listening to actually uh, Fozzie, you know, uh, Judas, I was listening to that album, and I was able, like, I started just training, was listen, listen to a song, walk a song. You know, run, like run one song, mm-hmm. walk one song. And I just kept back. And then the next day I just fucking ran, you know, the yep. whole. And, and the next thing I knew I, I'd ran over over a mile and I didn't even realize it. So it's like you said that your your mind, if you're paying attention to something and focusing on something, you're not going to be able to complete it. If you fucking just just do take it, that shit yeah. out of there and not pay attention to it and just do what you got to do and just pay attention to something else you can, you can do it. So it's pretty crazy the way your mind can can control the way you feel. And it's not even like true. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and even going
6: to your point with the treadmill, um, I have worked out once or twice in the past. Mm -hmm. um, And what I found for me when doing cardio was Mm -hmm. as much as I like music, music was never effective to keep me like focused and whatever I needed like something to watch. So, Visual, yeah. yeah, so like now you go to a lot of the gyms and they have the TVs yeah, up or TVs, whatever, yeah. So, or I would pop on like uh Netflix or WWE Network whatever, or whatever it yeah,
5: was, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. found that yeah.
6: when I had something to watch, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the show Castle, mm-hmm. it's um, I've yeah, heard I know,
5: yeah, so it's Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion,
6: you know, yeah, mm-hmm. he's the best. I fell in love with this show because when I I got a job, I got sent to training and like I was in this hotel for a week and a half with like nothing to do and nowhere to go. You know, I would just go to my training classes during the day and then go back to the hotel. I would turn on TNT and there was just a marathon of this show castle mm-hmm. where he plays a right. mystery novelist who becomes friends with like the police so he can research his next book. And then there's like a will they won't they love story. It's got all the elements of television that I love,
1: yeah. but
6: um So this show was, like, my go-to for cardio for a while because I would put it on. It's an hour-long show, and even with, like, the commercials and whatever, I'd be watching it on my phone. All of a sudden, I was able to do an hour of cardio and didn't even notice it. Hell yeah. You know, so it was just stuff like that. Whatever, whatever, you know, whichever way you got to attack it to trick your mind into forgetting what it's actually doing. You know, it's just you got to – you ever see the movie Waiting? Oh, yes. Yes. So yeah. I always I always use this reference in real life. You have to find your own penis showing game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
6: you know, what, what it, whatever it is that makes you happy. You know, like yeah. uh, Luis Guzman brought the penis showing game into the staff at the, at the restaurant <laughs> and waiting and it improved morale and whatever. But, you know, for, right. for your own life, whether that's just life in general or a specific thing like being able to do cardio without being bored and, you know, yeah. ruining the day, uh, find your own penis showing game, whatever makes it work yeah. for you.
5: Yeah, you're 100 percent right. I mean, because I had made a post about my, uh, you know, major fitness challenge uh, when when I completed a mile. And and I had mentioned this before, but uh, T.J. Wilson actually commented, Mm -hmm. which he very rarely does, you know, but I'm not I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. But uh, I remember seeing that
4: and being like, oh, Jake knows T.J. Wilson.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) But yeah, he he commented on it. And, uh, you know, he had said you know, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you, but you know, your mind will give up way before your body will. And that mm-hmm. just really meant a lot to me, man. Cause it was like, yeah, I mean, not only, you know who he is and, you know, he took five seconds out of his day to do that. That meant a lot to me, but you know, just to, but it really meant a lot too, because it's, it's like, it's hundred percent true. You yeah. know, your mind legit will, you know, give up before your body does. And and I was able to push through the next day and, Um, You know, because my ultimate goal was to complete three miles in under 30 minutes. And I actually ended up crushing it. I ended up doing like 28 minutes or something like that. I guess yeah. like 28, 36 or something. And I was like, I couldn't fucking believe it. You know, I, I never really ran before. You know, I, I mean, these guys know, you know, uh, Andrew and I were talking earlier a little bit, you know, he recently just quit vaping and, you know, smoking and all that. I smoked for 17 years. Like, I was yeah, you like yelled at
6: packs. me for it. I know him. I did. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> you remember that.
5: Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> you even yeah, I was like, I I was like, what the fuck? What are you smoking for? But uh, you know, but yeah, it's I I mean, you know, smoking cigarettes is bad, baby. You gotta quit it. But uh, you know, it's I'm just looking out for you, baby. You
6: know, how it no, is. it's uh, what you're saying is good too, because even um, I like I played sports my whole life, but I've sure. never I've never like run just for the sake of right. running. Yeah. Like I you know, and I like I always use the Kenny Powers joke. Like you know, I play real sports. I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? and it's, right, right. it's That's why um sticking to a workout program throughout my life has always been very challenging for me because I would go through periods where I would be in a good routine and, you know, getting to the gym and sticking to my diet. But as soon as I had like one day where I would get thrown off, off track, it -hmm. would break the whole Mm -hmm. thing. And I'd basically go back to, you know, to square one where all of a sudden now now I wouldn't go to the gym for, for two weeks or whatever. And then recently I did a, um, uh disney does all these running events the called run disney yeah and i signed up for one uh i did it in february it was a virtual one because the parks are still closed for that thing but like i built it up i i just did a 5k i was like let me see how like if i could do a 5k and then like leading up to it i was actually like crushing the times i thought i was going, going to be doing it in oh, like yeah. i was like i know i'll finish it just because i'll finish it right. but it's yeah it's like how fast can i finish it and like leading up i was you know i you think five k's i think a 5k is equivalent to like 3.1 miles or something or 3.2 miles and mm-hmm. i was getting down to like 28 minutes on Damn. like yeah. while while building up and That's then the awesome, day man. of the day of, I, I, you know, I did my 5K in, I think it was 32 minutes was my like official Hell time. Yeah, man. That's so awesome. I got like this Little Mermaid medal that Disney <laughs> yeah. for accomplishing yeah, that. Uh... That's
3: kind of cool though. That's
6: it is awesome, kind of cool, dude. except uh, except I hate the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh,
5: because well, my, my wife loves the Little Mermaid. Yeah, so I <laughs> too.
6: It's her favorite. If you if you guys want a shoes story, <laughs> here we go.
5: Hell, Hell yeah!
6: <laughs> here's why she's why we're here. a little mermaid back in the year 2000 and oh god when did i meet her probably like 2005 i meet this girl and oh no and Don't she's she she's cute and i'm me i'm like the corporal of cuteness i'm the herald of handsomeness like we we know this like you guys we're we're, we're on a skype call right now you can the sean right michaels
5: now. of sexiness
6: yeah i'm just like i'm, I'm cute um but like she was dating someone and I was dating someone, so like nothing ever happened. But like there was, there was like something there. There was, was chemistry. Just, like, there was circumstances. You yeah, never intervened. quite
3: had to pray to Grandma.
6: Yeah, like no, no, <laughs> yeah. it, it was never. There was never anything <laughs> going on. We were friendly, and yeah, like like people would make comments here and there, like oh, so, you guys would be great together. You guys look
5: cute together. Yeah, yeah like you know. all
6: the time, but like nothing was ever going on until. Very, yeah. very much later, down the line.. Mm. And her biggest okay. thing in the world was she loved the little mermaid. Uh, uh, like okay. loved the little mermaid.
5: obsessed
6: completely obsessed and had, you know, posters mm-hmm. and toys and figures and whatever. Oh, wow. Like when it was whenever it was like her birthday. And this or something.
5: is the 2000s, so this this movie had been out for 15,
1: Oh, yeah, 10, yeah. It was just years, like her right? favorite thing oh, yeah, yeah. from
6: as a kid, you yeah, know, yeah. like no different than okay. me and He-Man and Sure. You know, okay. like whenever All it right. was a birthday or something, like I would always find her like yeah. some weird little mermaid knickknack thing. Like sure. Hey, like okay. I don't even know if you've ever seen this before, but because this I'm, stuff is not isn't it neat? Isn't it neat? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you think my collection complete? complete. <laughs> I wrote a song oh about CPA to that song one time. Yes, where he got a the guy Joke or Hoke on Twitter made a gif of like a CPA match, and I I wrote like this whole CPA song about like getting a gif made by this guy, <laughs> and like just to try to get it over. Um, but going back to the story, so like then it like. I get a phone call on my birthday in 2015. Now, 2015 Jeez. is at this point has been like a banner year. Like the Mets are getting ready to go to the World Series. I just made a big move. I've got like, this new job I'm yeah. excited about. Like so much good stuff is happening. And I get the phone call that is really mean of me to say that I've been really waiting for. But like <laughs> she goes, I just found out my boyfriend's been cheating on me. And we broke up, and fuck it. And I'm I'm in the background like,
2: yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, but me.
6: fuck I, I'm, <laughs> Oh, my God, are you, tell me, are you okay? Like, uh, you know, what's right. going on? Coming on, yeah!
5: too <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so,
6: uh, so, like, we make plans to get together, and I'm like, yeah, like, and we went out. and We got like a slice of pizza and a pop. Nice. I think that's what the people okay. uh, call it. They call it Elliot, a pop. I'm, I'm from yeah, New yeah. York. Could we just say soda. So you say soda. soda. Yep. Yeah.
5: <laughs> soda I, I call America. it pop. I'm from I'm from Ohio. Cleveland. So
6: uh, so like I'm like this is great. Like this is this is everything's coming together. Everything's coming up Millhouse. And then like <laughs> the next <laughs> we get together like another time at like a, like another week later, and we go to a Mets game. And the Mets get no hit by the nationals, so I'm sitting in this stadium, like <laughs> Dylan on the cart, like just angry <laughs> oh boy, and then, to make matters worse, she's telling me, as we 're sitting at this game, like we're having like this real heart to heart, like going yeah. over like listen i'm into you, you're into me, like this has been right. like ten this years an in ongoing the thing,
1: yeah. yeah,
6: and she like she's like, you know i'm just." I'm not over my feelings for him. Uh, and, and, and I'm just like, mm-mm. like the, I'm doing the Arthur fist, you know? Like, <laughs> right, like what the fuck I'm just, am I doing like, here? And and like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm already pissed because the Mets are just getting embarrassed right. by the Nationals. And now They're you got to listen to this shit. And now I got to listen to this. This is like one of the all-time Ugh. worst days of my life. Like, sure. gee, yeah. Lord, do you want to take a shit on me while we're at it? <laughs> the
5: fireworks explode right in my ass right now
6: get it in my
1: nostrils
6: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like like how how can this no everything was lining up it was perfect it was like i wrote it out myself what like how did this happen and then finally she's like i'm like i'm like i need to go back to the airport and i'm just like ah like she drops me off at the airport and like i'm just like fuck her and fuck the little mermaid and fuck (laughs)
1: like so
6: ever since then because like now because i associate the little mermaid Anything Little
5: Mermaid, I associate with her. With her. I'm like, I'm
6: like, I hope you're happy with your cheating <laughs> yeah. boyfriend.
5: Mm, God damn you you. it. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. I, I oh, promise man. I won't
4: sing that song around you. <laughs>
5: no, what's, what's
6: funny though is one of my like go-to uh, karaoke songs is um, actually "Kiss the Girl."
1: Ah. Okay, so I'll,
6: I'll I'll always go to a karaoke place and and try to bust that out. And I, you know, I think I, I do my a good little version of the Sebastian voice. So I try to bring a little, little flavor to it,
5: a little heat to it, you know,
6: but, at the, <laughs> but then I hate myself at the end. and I sit in the corner and I cry and I go, why,
5: Leo, why? why? Uh, uh, so we sad. all love shoes. Uh, you shoes. Know, <laughs>
6: hey. It's just, I'm, I'm always looking for love in, in all the wrong places. Yeah, all the <laughs> wrong Tell places, me about it. Man. You know, even just this week, I, uh, Keith Blacknick from the group who yep, is yep. a, uh, a big media Mets goon. fan. Yeah, media goon.
4: I love so he, Keith, he's a man.
6: He's a he really cool guy. He has a show and um I was a guest on his show this week and he had footage of me from a Mets convention about 7 years ago where I where they did like a Mets dating game. So I got mm-hmm. selected as like one of the contestants to oh, be on fun. this uh, this dating game and then like oh, all my cool. answers were just stupendous. Like even watching it now I'm like I should have walked away with this. But it's just whatever it was. The, <laughs> the, the girl asking the questions just didn't feel that connection, and huh. I don't know. You know, like I said, you know, if if, if it wasn't for bad luck in the, in the game of love, I'd have no luck at all.
2: Mm. I'm with you, there. Derek. <laughs> Something's on the
5: horizon. She's, I can feel it, baby.
6: You know, it's 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 one of those things. You can't force it mm-hmm. um, because that's nope. obviously illegal. But oh. um, <laughs> 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 but at the same time, you can swipe right as much as possible and just have plenty of options. That's all you can hope to give yourself in life are options. But I don't make the same mistake I did where I just used to swipe right on everyone. because. <laughs> oh, but then there's some nasties. <laughs> not, it's not even just that. It's the people you actually know in real life. Who happen oh, to be yeah. on the other side and then they get a right swipe sure. from you and now you're at work with them and they're and they're there oh, single yeah. person with their three kids and all of a sudden trying to make time for with you at work and pull you aside and say, Hey, you swipe right on me. I think and you're like I to did. The- you and gotta give them I- the
5: so-called uh-uh. Like-
6: <clears throat> Nah. And, and then it gets very, very awkward for a long period of time <laughs> until they get the hint as to why you haven't been responding to them and why they think you now pulled the Chandler Bing right. and moved to Yemen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's man, like that so or, or, or swiping it's right dude. on someone who has mutual friend with somebody oh, that, yeah, you know, you like something bad happened with that person or whatever. See, with that one, right. I
6: kind of, I kind of like that one because I'm like, if if the person on the other end looks like they may be my type or I enjoy their, something in their profile, I'm like, oh, this is good because someone can put me over, so I can get the rub off these mutual mm. friends, um, and I think that's that's a good way to go about it because nowadays I think dating is very difficult. Um, yes, it's it's just especially once you get past oh. like college age, yeah, and And you're not, like, forced into social settings like that anymore. And a lot of times you just become accustomed to you have your real job or whatever your job is. Um, But, like, you're really only associating with kind of people at work. And that really limits the scope of your of your playing field, for lack of a better term. So it becomes very limiting because especially now Americans tend to work all sorts of wild hours around the clock, extra hours. Uh, if yeah. you're a salaried crew member in whatever you're doing, you tend to put in so many extra hours that you're not even being paid for. Right. So it's just a very hard right. situation once you get past a certain age to be dating. And like for someone like me who is not inclined to like children, like trying to find someone who's around the same age group or or, or whatever. It's just like sure. a lot of the people I seem to be encountering at this point are people who have kids, and that doesn't make mm-hmm. them bad people. It's just, um, you know, the, uh, the overwhelming majority of them are wonderful people and great parents. It's just when it comes to kids, I'm like, mm, it's that's not your not thing. not my yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, it's fair.
4: No, you, you're 100% right about that. Yeah, I've been working in the restaurant business, you know, before COVID for 14 years and as a GM, as general manager. So, you know, my hours were insane. So you're right. You're limited to to work and it's like it's either people way too young or it's people that already have bones or already have a hugger yeah so it's 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 tough and and now you know now that i'm unemployed you know do the pandemic and everything it's even harder because you know you're you're confined to a digital you yeah know, way of meeting people and you can't really i mean you could go out to the bars but it's like the social distancing is really like turning people off of it. So, And, and even
6: the social distancing is one part of it where a lot of people still don't feel comfortable going to bars yet, which I completely mm-hmm. understand. Um, I'm fully vaccinated at this point, so I feel a lot more comfortable with it. Plus, yes. um, even from being in Oshkosh around a lot of mm-hmm. the major marks who I spoke to, they had been vaccinated already, too. It was very yes. nice to hear. So that was very pleasant. But at the same time, mm-hmm. now, say you do go out to a bar and there is another group of people there and maybe there is someone you are attracted to that you would like to converse with it seems very odd to approach them in any way in a social setting right now and be like hey uh i would like to buy you a drink or i would like to get it seems like almost inappropriate to to kind of um try to advance the situation anymore because of where we are with our situation in the world. So it's just very difficult. And then obviously this uh, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Ash Shoes, the new dating <laughs> show coming yes. out uh, this Thursday <laughs> on NBC. Um, be sure to tweet me at the Joe Shoes with all your dating and love advice needs. Uh, use the hashtag Ash Shoes. And I'm his number one customer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will have to bring you in. If, if You know what? Maybe I should do a dating show and I'll use you as my, uh, and I'm not just a, uh the uh, ceo i'm also a customer i'm like, also
4: the best customer. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah absolutely i love it yeah i'll, I'll be vaccinated as of tomorrow shoes yeah. fully yeah. vaccinated can't that,
6: wait i had the uh the j and j so it was one and done one and done. and that was uh knocked me on my ass for a day like mm. and I, I said to the guy giving me the shot i was like listen i sat down in the chair i was like i don't know if you saw the size of me I mean, I hope you noticed because you're about to inject me with something. So I hope you have <laughs> the ability to see. Um, I go I don't know if you saw the size of me, but if you want to give me seconds, possibly even thirds, I'll take all the all the vaccine you got, my man. <laughs>
5: They're
1: like, No, it don't work that way. I mean, that's exactly he's like, um,
5: no. I'm like Sit oh, okay. back and relax, sir. We might have some extra in the back. <laughs> yeah. Do me a favor and um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh you want a glass of warm milk well here's a warm glass of shut the fuck up <laughs>
5: shut the fuck up oh dude i love it
3: yeah um so uh there's one thing that i i would imagine Husfar would like to to have a geek out session with you about is oh you've gotten a new um love for well we could just let's let's just call this segment Husfarhausen housing meet shoe
6: oh boy T- tell me tell me all about it, Husbar. What with Danhausen? Yeah. What do you want to know? <laughs> what uh, do you lo- <laughs> so I've I've recently
3: Shoes um, hates see, wrestling, but he I, loves Danhausen. You love, love Danhausen?
6: Dan oh, I shit. love that Danhausen. I, I, I haven't watched wrestling in years and I don't even know how I first heard of Danhausen. So whenever I hear about something in wrestling, the first thing I do is text CPA. And because yes. you know he's like the indie guy, and I go, "Yo, what the fuck is this guy Danhausen?" And he's like, "Oh, I've actually wrestled him." And I go, "I love this guy." He goes, "Oh, what matches did you watch?" I go, "None of them." I go, "I've just, I've just seen his YouTube uh, work." Yes, I've, I've never yeah. seen him actually wrestle. But I'm like, he wants the human money. He wants to buy a blimp. He's got Davis. I saw him wear Davis. a beekeeper suit to to toy vomit. Like, yes. I'm like, this stuff is great. And like, I went out and like, so now just to pop myself, like I'll get bored like during the week, and then I'll just buy a cameo from Danhausen and oh, like yeah. have it sent to one of my friends. So I I buy like almost like two a week from this guy, like he, just because I'm like. Yeah, to like to tell my friend happy birthday and curse his in laws. Like, yes, <laughs>
1: may you
4: be may you be cursed. Um, yeah, I so I got into Danhausen through Ethan Page's vlogs because he popped up. I guess they were doing a um, I think it was a Blitzkrieg
6: Pro show by Ethan Page. You mean Egon? Yes, Egon. Yes. 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 Okay. Egon.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Um, and uh, I I was like just intrigued by this guy. I was like, who? Like, what's his story? Like, what you know? What's his whole thing? So then I started watching his unboxing videos on YouTube and I was I never popped so hard in my life just as some of the things he was saying and how, like all the different stuff he's into, like, you know, all the horror movies and Twin Peaks and and stuff like that. And I actually started watching his matches and he's like smashing jars of teeth on people and pouring teeth down their throat. And, you know, because they're...
6: teeth are legal. You walk into the ring with teeth. Yeah, makes perfect sense.
4: It's a body part. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um. So I um I sent Danhausen something for Christmas, and I made David uh, like really sad. Why would
6: <laughs> so you do that? I didn't mean to. So Way to go Husvar. Way to ruin Christmas. <laughs>
4: Not for Danhausen. <laughs> well, Danhausen
6: so, does Danhausen believe in Christmas? I,
4: I I think just the the presents part of it, and okay, the money yes, part obviously of it. Yeah. send yes <laughs> yes. Um. So he, you know, I um. <laughs> I sent him some things and I guess it was all things that Davis like either already got him or like he was planning on getting him. Oh no. So it's, it's in the watch on YouTube. It's the, the Christmas unboxing video and he just does a close up of Davis's face and it's so sad. And I felt so bad, but at the same time, Dan house, was like, no screw Davis. <laughs> <laughs> there,
6: there was one video recently. And, and when I say recently, probably within the past six weeks or so, um, but Dan Housen's like sitting there. He's got the shades on. He's got these rolls of money in front of him and a ninja yes. star. And he's, yes. just, and he's just like, he's like, I did it. I have millions of dollars. And now we go to Burger King, Davis, prepare the car. We're going to Whopper city. And then you hear like, <laughs> I think it's Davis in the back goes, Oh, can I get onion rings? And Dan Housen's walk, you know, he does like that. Mr. <laughs> Burns walk. Yes. So, but he's got like two rolls of money in his hand that he's doing the walk and he turns his wrist over. He goes, Look how rich I am. I don't care. You can all have onion rings. And that line right there just it was like just it's a throwaway line and it yes. just it just popped me so big that I was like I have to continue to watch this guy because I'm very intrigued. And to see, I'm sure like this is not something new like I'm just you know, new to the show and to see like him on Conan and yes. like The Rock responding putting oh. over his tweets about the PT Cruiser. Like, it's just stupendous. And that's why I'd like to take a page out of Dan Housen's playbook and ask that you guys send me lots of human money and fill up my money sack. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Yeah, Husbar got one, too.
5: Husfar said, "Hey, he'd empty your I sack think Schuks
6: has a bigger money sack than he you. He
5: does. You got you got the
4: big sack. <laughs> yeah, I
3: got the, I got the five dollar one on Amazon. <laughs> no, the, Dan
4: Danhausen sent me this, so this is what. Oh, he so did.
6: that's an official Danhausen. Oh.
4: um, you know, he throws in some goodies. It's the Christmas goodies. So, mm-hmm. it's him in from a Christmas tree. Happy holiday, happy. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually sent me um a little thing of teeth too." Oh. I have a little, I don't know if, they, if they're real or
6: not. <laughs> I wonder if he ever, like, do you think people donate teeth to him?
4: Yeah, like little kids, like when they lose their teeth, like baby teeth, maybe. They like, I know, like teeth. when I
6: was a kid, like my mom would keep my teeth in an envelope when they mm-hmm. would fall out, whatever. Like she was like, oh, I'm not getting rid of my baby boy's teeth. But like, like, do you think Danhausen has like a collection of like famous teeth? Like imagine, yeah, like he like (laughs) like he just goes and digs up graves and like in in his spare time (laughs) he's like pulls out a he just walks out with like these pliers full of teeth and like runs out of the cemetery you you know under the cloak of moonlight.
3: (laughs) Does he do like Q and A sessions or anything? He does. You should you should ask. I I will ask. Type of thing.
6: You Um, know, I'll probably just order a cameo and and do it. I'll be like, yeah, question question for Dan. He actually he's it's actually very cool to see someone being successful with something kind of off the wall, Mm -hmm. because um, with wrestling as a business, especially when I was involved in it, I felt like the people as fans, you always want new and you always want different. But then Mm -hmm. when someone tries to do new and different, everybody are rabble, rabble, rabble. This isn't what we're used to. Like, right. And they kind of push back on it. And to see somebody get over doing something, I mean, really just off the wall and like different, completely character driven and different in a place like Ring of Honor, where you're not allowed. So I think it's technically illegal to have a character in Ring of Honor. It's like dancing in um, Footloose. Like yes. it's just like it's just not allowed by by city ordin- ordinance. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's really cool to see, and it's cool to see him kind of like expanding on. It's not just the wrestling crowd. It's, yes, it's, I was
3: just gonna say that. Like yes. his yeah. outreach. You know, obviously, you are still connected to the wrestling scene, but like, but I'm not actively
6: so, searching wrestling stuff. No, right. no, and yeah.
3: and so exactly like there's so many people that are not even re- really wrestling fans or or maybe they are and have never even seen him wrestle and they are fans yes um, they are fan houses uh, so they're, they're fan houses yes so like even just like recently with this uh um so Husvar sent him a little care package thing because uh, he, I saw
6: that for the flea market.
3: He helped us with yeah. the flea market, so we thanked him. He and made
4: he, me you know, a video for free, and I was like, "Dude, do you want me to pay you? Like, I'll, I'll throw you like or, or something." And he's like, "No, he's like, no, that's for you." And I was like, "Well, let me send you
3: something, like t- you know, for your trouble, you know." And and he <laughs> did the whole plug housing thing. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> and so somebody who I talk to, but not very often, and I don't know if he's a wrestling fan or not. He sent me something and that's a half hour long video. He sent me a message he's like, "Dude, I just saw you on Dan Housen's unboxing video." Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, he has far I sent by him six. the 4 by 6 I'm yeah. just like, "Wow, like yeah, that's that's crazy again, his outreach to people who, you yeah. know, and it, he's doing something right he's and doing special. Right.
6: Yeah. And you know what? And the thing I like about it, I I watched um I watched some interview with him. I want to say it was like a bar stool interview or something, but he did the first half of it in character and the second half um, out of character. And with it was human just, makeup, yeah. Well, well, no, that he did it with he did it in his Danhausen skin, but as the human, because he yes. <laughs> so it was just, um, it was just really interesting hearing him talk and how before he became this version of Danhausen, he was just another guy and just wasn't having any fun. And Mm -hmm. I could very much relate to what he was saying, because when you get into something like pro wrestling, you get in with the assumption of that. It's almost like a nonstop party. Like, this is something I've always dreamed of, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be meeting people, seeing people, having these matches. I'm going to be booked everywhere. And you get kind of caught up in. Your little portion of the fishbowl like you don't get the whole fishbowl you get relegated to that one little house at the bottom floor of the fishbowl until you're able to <laughs> break out of that house and i can completely uh really understand what he was saying there You just wasn't having any fun because he was just another guy and like there was nothing he was getting no traction from it and when you feel like you know so, so much of of anything when you're chasing some kind of dream creatively so much of it and you guys run a podcast so you understand it and you have other ventures billy's got his bands and stuff so it's sometimes you just hit like this wall where you feel like you're just running on the hamster wheel over and over and over where you're moving and you're and you're you feel like you're putting in that work and you're going and you're you're just not getting anywhere you're running in place for and it's just like okay at what point do i call this a day and say all right we tried it It was fun. I enjoyed it while it lasted. But at the same time, it's probably in my best interest as, you know, being a productive member of the planet, like to to move on and do something new and just make this a hobby now. And to hear him uh, put that like in those words as eloquently as he was able to do so really like struck a chord with me and like how naturally he came upon this character with just taking his influences from Conan O'Brien and The Simpsons. As mm-hmm. opposed to, uh, you know, like, he's not there going, oh, I'm really influenced by Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, like, you know, 99% right. of the people would. And he's like, yeah, I'm really influenced by Conan O'Brien and The Simpsons and horror movies. And it's like, you know, me, like, I'm influenced by Chris Farley and John Candy and Chevy Chase. Like, so, like, I, compl- I'm like, yeah, like, I'm on board with that, man. Do you? I love to see it oh 100% yep. and that's that's why
4: i i like him so much cuz he's just different from everything it's, yeah. you don't yeah. see something like that every day you don't see someone pouring teeth on people you don't see someone you know you see people putting that makeup on but you don't see someone like making it into their character almost like and you know, and that's the, the
6: thing so much of it becomes you see this with so many wrestlers where they get like a gear made that's like like they like Star Wars, so they get like a Star Wars gear made a themed. Yeah. and okay, but like, what makes you Star Wars? Like you're just a guy doing cosplay at, at at a certain point. And uh, with a lot of people who do the makeup as well, like, what is it about you that makes you you? like are you are you actually Danhausen or are you guy or are you a guy who's just playing the character of Danhausen? With him, I feel like no. That motherfucker is Dan Housen because yeah. I saw him walk around pro wrestling tees. I saw him steal everything <laughs> he could possibly steal Fit in you his know? shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to walk out of the building with foam fingers sticking out of his pockets. Like, <laughs> but like, there's a way he does it where like, there's enough there where I def I buy into him as opposed to where other people who do or attempt to do something similar, I'm like, no, this just isn't doing it for me. So I give him a lot of credit for really his commitment to the bit is just yeah. ad- absolutely phenomenal.
3: And, and I can't let it go without being said. One of those influences is the Tooth Fairy from Teen Titans Go.
6: <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say the Tooth Fairy from his friend Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Well, yes. yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> which no, abs- which the the... The uh the Tooth Fairy Two would maybe be one of your influences. Are you aware of the Tooth Fairy Part Two? I am not. It's
6: Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, definitely not oh, one of my God. influences.
5: Oh. <laughs> nope. No, 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 no. Yeah, that would be I, Heath Slater.
6: Yeah, I, if I really had to think about it, like on the for me, like some of the biggest influences in my life were, like I said, Chris Farley, John Candy. Uh, Chevy Chase, especially like I love, uh, Fletch is like one of my favorite Mm -hmm. movies ever. Um, and then just like, like so much 80s stuff, you know, like I child of the 80s. And when I was a kid, um, both my parents worked multiple jobs. So I was really kind of raised by my grandmother and being, I'm one of, I'm like the next to youngest of like all the grandchildren. So my Mm -hmm. grandmother was already up there in age by the time I was coming along. So for her, It wasn't easy. Like she was, you know, moving around slower at that point already and stuff. So she would just plant me in front of the TV. So I grew up watching like all the 80s sitcoms and, you know, Alf and, and different strokes like that episode where uh, Dudley gets taken to the bicycle shop and has to yes. play Poseidon, King of the Ocean in, in the Maytag man's bathtub, which is incredibly creepy as a four year old. Really is, um, you know, all the cartoons of the day. He-Man and Thundercats and G.I. Joe and the Smurfs like I thought Gargamel was such a heel to this day. He's so great, <laughs> you know, so like I, I and I love that Danhausen works in all these popular culture things. Because I think so many people, um, when you get into wrestling, you kind of limit yourself to what's in that fishbowl and act as if nothing else exists around it. So to see him bring that in, I hope we get more stuff like that. Because even when, like, Raw would do the stuff with, like, the guest host and they bring in, like, yeah. Bob Barker or stuff. Yep. Right. Like, and that stuff was really cool and made for, like, I a, it. Yeah. Yeah, I, like you know, like for, for whatever reason, it felt like Broski would have, like, the host spot every week. Yep. And like yeah. there was, you know, he had like the spot with Wolverine and he had the spot with the jackass yeah. guys. And mm-hmm. I remember him doing a spot with Snooki where like yep. she counted his abs or
1: something. Yes. Yep. yep.
6: But like for a lot of times with, with WWE, it kind of feels like like trying to shoehorn that in. Right. Like it doesn't quite yeah. go in. Like it's a couple years ago where they brought the um Saturday Night Live guys into the Andre Battle Royal at yeah. WrestleMania. Yep. And it was just like, Why? Yeah. You know, but Random. like Yeah, like it just for a lot of times with that, it feels like shoehorn, but if it, if it, there's always a place for like that kind of interaction and that kind of crossover within wrestling, I mean, wrestling became the wrestling we know today because of the crossover with rock and roll music in the 80s. I mean, Cyndi Lauper deserves so much fucking credit for putting her name out there on a fucking industry like wrestling that no one wanted, you know, that it was just, oh, it was that wrestling shit. Yeah.
5: Right. I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, honestly, it's just that real feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that it's, it doesn't feel staged. It doesn't feel like, ah, eh, this is a work. It's like, this shit's real. Like this guy legit has a problem with that guy. And this guy is coming over from his fucking, you know, his, his show to get into this guy's face. And like, that's what, you know, it, if you got that real angle, and that legit, like, case with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, I, you get that. And it makes it, like, for... You don't have that, like, yeah, this is bullshit feeling. You know what I I'm saying? I think so
6: much of the problem, and, like, I understand I'm not the guy who really probably should be commenting on wrestling with how little of it I watch, but I think so much of the problem is just the amount of hours, original hours that they need to fill on a weekly basis. Yeah. It becomes so much more part of the problem than it does the solution... Because there's just there's only you can only be so creative and come up with so many ideas and so many instances. You know, Randy Orton has fought John Cena on pay per view. Wow, like thirty six thousand and (laughs) five times. You know, and that's not to say that they're not good matches. It's just at some point, like how many times do you need to see it? And how many times can you run the same angle where it's like, oh, this guy stole his girlfriend, so now. OK, and two months later, right. we're going to yeah. do that same. And, you know, there's there's only so um, many stories David you can versus tell.
5: Goliath or, you yeah. know, whatever. It's just like there's just and so much repetitiveness in there. But like when you get that real feeling, you can't deny it. I mean, like for me personally, one that just stands out to me. And, and this isn't even like a, a celebrity or anything. But when Kane debuted against The Undertaker. And he, he just came out of fucking nowhere. And, you know, the lights went out and that music hit. It was like, what's going on? And then this, this red demon came out. It legit felt real. You know, he mm. ripped, ripped the cage door off. And everything. I just remember I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, this dude's shitless. a monster. <laughs> and he gets right in his face and just, you know, fucked him up. And it was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. I just, and-, I had, and, I mean, I'm, fuck, that was 20, 25 years ago. And I'm yeah, still, exactly. I still have that feeling like I love wa- like rewatching that. It just that I still get goosebumps, you know, watching that. So, um, And I think you know, a lot it of
6: it, just... too, is the fact that when you grow up with something and you mm-hmm. have that attachment from an early age, you have yeah. that built up nostalgia, you have that built up fandom, you right. kind of feel entitled a little bit sure because you feel like at every point in your life this brand that you've been supporting since you're a child should still be catering to you so people like us have that nostalgia and i'm probably a little older than you guys so like for me like it's the the saturday night's main event era the the end like i can't i came in kind of the end of the rock and wrestling era and, and into like the wrestlemania four and five You know so it's like that kind of stuff like to me can do no wrong but when i watch wrestling today so much of it is just you know i don't enjoy it because maybe i'm older now and maybe i just like these guys don't feel larger than life to me anymore you know and so much of the enjoyment for when i was a kid was i would look at a guy like hulk hogan and be like oh Look at him. And then, like I like said, 320 pounds, yeah. you know, you know, even come the Royal Rumble, yeah. you'd watch the the barbarian come out and be like, Right, oh my God, you know what? He's heavy enough where I think the barbarian has a legitimate shot here. Like,
1: hell yeah, yeah right. You know? Legit.
6: Now, you know, as as a grown-up and someone who's followed the industry for 30 years, 35 years, however long you guys have been doing it you understand yeah. going into a match like the Royal rumble. Well, I can, I'm pretty sure the barbarian is not going to win here. Right. So right. it takes away a lot of the opportunity to mm-hmm. have that, that wow moment and that enjoyment. And that's why when you do get such a moment, like uh like a CM punk pipe bomb or yeah. a um, like when NXT did that invasion thing where they tore up the ring and yeah. Daniel yeah. Bryan choked out the, uh, the Justin ring announcer, Roberts, yeah, yeah, That's like right. wh- when you do get those moments, it does make it that much more spectacular. But they do right. become fewer and far between, which yeah. is kind of the issue. And just the, the, like, I mean, think about how much T. You're talking about Raw, three hours, like three right. hours of just Raw, just that, two, right? Just Raw, two hours of SmackDown. Uh, what's NXT? An hour long still, or an I hour and a two. half? Whatever. I yeah, think it's like, two hours. Two. Yeah. So I and and now you have all your B shows on top of that, you know, are they still doing main event or superstars or live wire or heat or shotgun Saturday yeah. night or you know uh yeah whatever bite this. I'm sure someone's still <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Kelly's still doing bite this somewhere in life.
1: You know, it's just
6: <laughs> it, it's just so hard because number one, you only have so many, so many people and the 50-50 booking because you don't want to kill anyone. Because right. you, you still need everyone to be somewhat viable to fill all these hours. Right. You know, it's, it's just very difficult to do right now. And that's why when you see all these other companies coming up and you see like AEW is doing well, like I'm happy everyone's doing well. There's, there hasn't been a point since I got into wrestling, I've never seen this many people be able to make a living off the pro wrestling biz. Right. So for that, I'm very grateful. I'm grateful my friends who have got fired from WWE have places to go and still continue to make a living that there is life after WWE now, where for a long time there wasn't, wasn't, you know, there was nothing. And especially
5: feast or famine,
6: you know, look at what Matt and Brian have built with this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know like it's a business you know no one yeah, you know it's, it's fun <laughs> but it's a it's a legitimate source of income yeah. for them to for them to put food on the table for their families yeah. and wrestling is a part of that but now it's not the only thing they have they have oh, yeah. other you know so these people in the business like a Danhausen who has built up his persona through the the magic of the internet and just getting his character work out there and being able to sell t-shirts and be the top guy of pro wrestling tees and somehow getting his shirts into Hot Topic. And then I saw he posted a thing recently where he's done over a thousand cameos now. Wow. Yep you know wow. like that's that's great. his micro brawler sold
4: out his next micro brawlers sold on the the second or the first or second day his second micro brawler sold double what the first one did See? in the first day of a and, week, and this is
6: a weeks. guy who's never you know for lack of a better term been to the dance yes
1: and,
6: <laughs> you know i you know you've like, been to this He you has, tell
4: me he has wrestled Orange Cassidy, though.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where you, you say, like, even, you know, and he's done a lot in the business, obviously, like, you don't sure. get to Ring of Honor by yeah. accident, but right. Ring of Honor is only, is like, the, the next step on the ladder. Yes. There's still a couple right. of rungs to go, and, and to <laughs> be as successful as he's been able to do at that level, I mean, speaks volumes to, number sure. one, him as just an individual and the work he's put in and the way he's mapped out himself, but... Also, to the opportunities available to the people who are willing to work and figure it out for themselves as well. I mean, Colt Cabana would be the real guy. He's yes. like the godfather yeah. of of building your a your brand, brand outside uh-huh. yeah. of just being a guy on a wrestling show. Right. I, I yeah. you know, Cabana is the guy who really invented it <laughs> almost.
4: Yes,
2: absolutely.
6: Yeah. And yeah. you know, and other people have come along and found found their own roads and found their own inlets. And now it's just really, it's cool for me to see because I can appreciate the people who are able to do it and do it well.
3: Yeah, definitely.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, would, I'm going to tell Danhausen to listen to this episode so that he can hear all the nice <laughs> things you had to say about him. <laughs> I think
6: he, I love, I listen, I've oh, never yeah. seen him wrestle and maybe that's on me, but I almost don't want to ruin it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm so invested in him as just, as a, a as a as a, a being i don't want to say a human being because i know he's not human unless he's in that human makeup um but just like as someone who exists i'm so invested in like what he's going to do next that yeah um like i'm, I'm sure like if he does like the tequila thing in ring of honor i'd probably pop for it i just he does you know i just i, I don't know if i want to see him with any of the other people in ring of honor <laughs>
4: I'll, I'll tell you this i um I thought the same thing. And I watched a couple of his ring of honor matches and he stays in character the whole time. He's still Dan. I and he brings it to his, Mm -hmm. his wrestling too. Um, so you know, if you, if you get in the mood, check it out. It's, it's, I think it's worth it.
6: I'll I'll have to crush a couple of those, uh, PBR hard teas, hard coffees, hard teas. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the lemon hard tea lately.
4: I can't find them anywhere by me. I've been trying to find them.
6: It's it's been it's been few and far between for me, but I've been picking up the peach is okay, but the lemon is really like in my wheelhouse.
3: Okay, I'll look for lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's that's funny. Yeah, just thinking about like you know, you know, a lot of what you said, and and you know, going back to you, you know, like saying how much like you just do not like the product, you know, watching wrestling anymore. Like, like I can attest, you know, like seeing you at swoggle mania, like you were sitting there and you looked miserable. Most of the time. (laughs) like i even came up i was like i didn't think you were gonna be here you're like i didn't think i was gonna be either and now i actually have to sit here and watch wrestling
6: it wasn't no it wasn't that. i mean i don't want to act like it was i had a good time at the show well um, sure
3: but you know a lot of people there and you get to hang out and talk to people that,
6: would i have gone there without that no i i wouldn't have right um it's like you know it's and this is what i think uh, a lot of people um Just make a mistake in life when you have something that you feel like you've invested in a a lot of time in, whether that's a hobby, whether that's a person, you know, people, you know, people have been in relationships for so long that, yeah, they're not working out, but you're like, you don't want to go back and start. You know, oh, I was with this person for six years. I don't want to go and start from square one again. And it's okay to move on and find new loves in life. I used to love Mm -hmm. wrestling. Like Brian thinks it's a joke because he didn't know me when I was, you know, still in that I eat, sleep and breathe wrestling thing. So like a lot of, you know, a lot of people who I, I hang out now really didn't know me at that time. But there was a time where wrestling encompassed my life. And now it just doesn't. I I found other things that I enjoy, and rather than the 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 real thing that did it for me was the WrestleMania where Sting wrestled Triple H. I was there. Okay, oh, I man. Hated, was that thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that match so much. <laughs> I thought it was so insulting to the fan base. I thought it was so insulting to just like everyone everywhere. Number one, there was literally nobody on earth. That said you know what match i want sting versus triple h that's what i want everyone in yeah. their mother oh sting versus undertaker sting versus undertaker sting versus You're right. no one said no one said hey mm-hmm. undertaker take a back seat it's triple h's time to shine nobody said that right. but we're getting that match anyway then when and i know we're in the world of kayfabe and no kayfabe <laughs> and whatever the nwo comes out to help their biggest rival ever in sting yeah. While DX comes yeah. out to help Triple H, just so they could do the showdown, even though the NWO was just on stage the night before with Triple H, all doing you know too sweet, too sweet, too sweet, yeah. we're best friends. Yeah. And I'm just like, I shut the it off. I shut yeah. off the show because it infuriated <laughs> me that much, and I said I cannot watch this anymore. There are other things mm-hmm. in life that bring me joy. I'm not going to invest my time in something that's going to get me angry and fired up. And to the point where I have to shut it off to keep from right. throwing a brick through my television <laughs> because I cannot continue to buy multiple televisions a week because of how many shows they put on a week.
1: Yeah. You
5: yeah. know, and
6: it, it's not just wrestling, like I said, it's with people too. You're in a relationship that's not going well. M- maybe you should break it off. Don't just stick together, you know, yeah. because you're worried about what's going to be on how the it other plays side. out. You know, you yeah. know? like I, I used to yeah. love the show Glee. I know Billy probably gonna laugh at me for that one. Not at all. <laughs> I loved Glee. The first two seasons of Glee, I had so much fun with. And I download all the music and I dance in the living room, like because I'm, you know, I don't get fancy. I just get dancy. And, <laughs> and by, by like season, the, the end of season two, <laughs> season three, I was just so tired of it. I'm like, oh my God, like they really, they've yeah. jumped the shark. And then it's time to move on. You don't gotta, you don't gotta keep sitting there and watching it and hate watching it. There's so much cool stuff to yeah. do in life. Go go have fun with something. Do you
3: watch Zoe's extraordinary playlist?
6: No. What is that?
3: Uh it's this girl that like she has like this special ability, like uh, I don't know, like magical ability to like know what the people like what their inner thoughts are, oh. and it all plays through music.
6: Oh, very so cool. If, I, I, if they're
3: telling her something she can tell if it's real or not and be like, uh, no. Is that like no, Nora's no, like, infinite playlist? No, it's Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So there, <laughs> there, was,
6: there was a movie about 10, 12 but years it's the ago called Michael thing, Sarah. So. Yeah, Michael Sarah and yeah, Kat yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennings. Nick and yes. Nora's infinite playlist. Yeah, yeah that's and, what I'm thinking of. And I'm going to drop a little something Nick on you Nora. now. Coming out of Oshkosh and the feedback some some people have bestowed upon Nick Staff, the CPA. Uh-huh, owner.
1: uh-huh.
6: Um, there yeah. have been discussions about doing a podcast called Nick and Shoes' Infinite Playlist. Yes. It. So um, it's uh, it's it's still in the uh, workshopping stage. I think sure. it's safe to say at the. I mean, it's it's a long ways away. I have a lot of ideas. I think it could be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he has the time. Uh, that's sure. that's really what it is because he's yeah. got off the hop rope and and uh, a life and a job and wrestling and so. so um, but I think that would be fun, and I think a couple people would like to uh, to come listen to our playlist every week. Well, Absolutely,
4: go. I would. Well, I, I heard some good artists being thrown around from Nick Stapp to you, so he was like, "Check out Juice World, check out this." Nick Stapp,
6: <laughs> one of the things him and I bonded over when we first met was like music, because he was wearing like a Mr. Bungle shirt, uh-huh. and I was like, I would yeah, I think I was the only guy in the Mr. locker room Bungle. who had ever heard of Mr. Bungle. <laughs> So like you guys
3: that, would know the singer from Faith No More. Um, if, if you if you say that,
6: huh? If like if you said the name, I'd probably recognize it.
3: Um, uh, the singer for Mr. Bungle. Oh is, yeah, yeah, is Mike Patton. Okay. And he's the singer for Faith No More. Oh,
6: I didn't realize that was okay. I yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Faith I
3: didn't know so, that. Yeah. Um, you know, and they had like they had that one hit. Uh, what the hell was it even called?
5: take on me oh, it, it's <laughs> No, no that's well, uh-huh. the,
3: the song's called Epic. <laughs> uh, yeah, Epic. well that's
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. You want it all, that one. but you, you
6: can't have, have it. it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so that's the one that like everybody knows. Yeah, Mr. Bungle is like the super weird, weird off yeah. guard like original Slipknot yeah. that just isn't heavy like Slipknot.
6: Yeah. Right.
3: But anyway, so he was wearing a Bungle shirt.
6: Yeah, so that was like I made a comment about it and between that and the fact that we were both smokers, whenever you're in a situation where there's like a the smokers have to like go like down the block and around the corner to find yep. the nearest smoking section, they're usually the first person in any new social situation. Whether it's like a new job, a new class, or anything, the smokers are always the first people to become friends because they always right. feel like outcasts together. They they have,
5: always well, they stay. have that social community too. You know, it's just you're, you're they always got to walk chilling. out the
6: same door, go stand in the same fucking two feet, two foot uh, wide square, so they're forced <laughs> into uh, close contact just because of right. you know their shared hobby. So that was really yeah. how him and I really uh, became friends. And right now he's like one of my best friends. And like we share a lot of very weird music together. We have a very eclectic <laughs> uh, likes and dislikes when it comes to music. So that? Nick and Shoes well, infinite playlist.
5: I love it. That's awesome. I, hear I it. can't
6: wait for it.
3: I want it. <laughs> um, well, obviously, this thing can go forever. But we should probably yeah. start to, for- to wrap it up, and and you never know, maybe there'll just have to be another, you know, part three at some point, and part four, uh, and part five. We and part have six. Uh, on the side, <laughs> the three of us have talked about an idea. It'd be have, like Star
5: Wars. It just never uh, ends
3: for for a, a, a shoes <laughs> appearance. Um, oh boy! That we'll have to you know bring up with to you at some point, but uh, um yeah. Anyway, we should probably start to wrap it up. We do have the fan questions real quick.
6: This is my favorite part.
5: well we'll
3: we'll see how this goes um um, there's there's some great questions uh there's some pretty easy going ones that that's going to be one that i stick with um so uh ron e bosh purple best wishes shirt guy says will there be any hawaiian themed shirts for live eight like the stomp inspired merch for live seven so you guys know and can see that i'm wearing my my mwo slam force shirt the opposition of Stomp and paradise slam force. um so that was the big thing of, are we are we gonna do something like that for for live eight and and hawaiian theme specifically the answer is oh no. hell yeah no no <laughs> I'll
4: I'll get my my
5: oh, exclusive no. <laughs> hat
4: from the event with the Hawaiian yeah. brim, but that's that's about it. Maybe, so, maybe, yeah. maybe speaking sure.
5: of which, uh, <laughs> Mike Lapuma, um, well, I gotta I gotta make this announcement real quick. Uh, I will not be at Live Eight, unfortunately. miss Mr. Lapuma, I know. I'm sorry. I I gotta move. So, but uh, Mr. Lapuma, <laughs> La if you could. Hook a brother up, you know I got you, baby. So help me out.
3: <laughs> in in <laughs> exchange, in exchange for the Mad Hatter getting his his upcoming hat, um, we we need you to be Baltimore Jake. So Mike Puma right. was in. was Philly, philly Billy because I couldn't be there. <laughs> so now he's gonna be Baltimore Jake. Um, That's right. You, you got I you gotta hit
5: the gym every day. Now Get those I muscles, think baby. here he does
3: These, uh, themed shirts. I know he's been doing good. Um, if we were to to do more of them for like live events or whatever, I think it would specifically have to be if all three of us are going to be there. So, um,
5: you know, it's a special we'll, thing. What, what, what happens if if something changes and I'm able to go? We have if to do a last minute shirt, a, oh, a
6: last minute Hawaiian shirt. Then,
5: so you're, I'm going to have yes. to fly to Chicago and pick <laughs> we'll, them up and then fly to Baltimore. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Ooh, we'll you get some like purple money.
3: purple and
6: gold bitters black going. Lace. He could stop.
5: Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> there you go. So, anyway, there's yeah. that. Question. I
6: actually will not be oh. having a Hawaiian shirt, but I Ooh. have been on the hunt. For a flamingo printed kimono for my Yoko Shuna entrance. Oh
5: I like that. See there you go. I'll
6: keep my eye out.
5: (laughs) You need
3: a flamingo printed kimono. I I didn't want to just do
6: just a a regular like flowery thing. I figure that's kinda I want flamingos. I want like bright blue palm trees and big pink flamingos and Hmm. I wanna come out with like a
4: captain's hat and a pipe. (laughs) <laughs> I want, I I want someone to dress up like Dennis Ner- Nidri from Jurassic Park, from Jurassic like Park. when he gives gets the Barbasol yes. can and he's wearing the tropical shirt and he's like, see, nobody cares. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all I think I about it. when I think Hawaiian shirts is Dennis Nidri <laughs> from Jurassic Park. <laughs> was that your question, oh, yeah. Billy? That was it. Oh, that was yours? Okay. That was mine. Um, my question is from Jeffrey... Uh, Truniac if I'm I hope I'm saying that right Tr- Truniac if you were kids today what current toy line or items would excite you so for my answer for this question it, it would be it would be kind of similar to what I liked as a kid because a lot of the stuff that's out now is like nostalgic stuff that yeah. they had back then so Coming still the same yet. stuff Power Rangers Thundercats Batman Spider-Man uh he-man you know x-men all, all that stuff uh same stuff pretty much because it's everything's kind of going back but any like newer stuff yeah. I, I don't even know everything's kind of like reboots of everything ninja turtles you know right yeah, yeah that that is a tough
3: one you
6: know, Yeah. know even what i see with my with my nieces and nephews now is they're not really so much into any specific toy lines anymore. Uh, sure. my, my three younger cousins who um, live in South Carolina, I tr- I've tried getting them into uh, GI Joes and He-Man and other things. They do like cars, like like Hot Wheels cars and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. But only yeah. for a small period of time. They want to go right back to their iPads and just yeah. watch videos. Um, but my nephew out in Denver... He, I just sent him a big care package of He Man, new He Man or uh, Origins figures, and he's all about it. So I'm like, that makes me like super happy because then I get FaceTime calls where he's like, Uncle Shoes, tell me more about Skeletor. And I'm like, (laughs) I would love to tell you everything about Skeletor, my man. (laughs) Settle in, get a cup of cocoa, and let's do
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) But
6: like, as for like anything new, even when, I mean, all four of us are out there going to stores, walking the fig aisles. I don't see anything new on a shelf that visually, aesthetically appeals to me, jumps out at me, where I'm like, Oh, that must be cool if you're a kid. Like everything, like Husbar said, seems to be some kind of reboot right now.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Even like the movies coming out are, are reboots. You know, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Godzilla and King Kong have been around since what, the fifties and sixties? You know, it's thirties 30s. 30s even. You Jeez. Gozerah.
3: Yeah, Thank and I, I was kind of thinking that, like, I, I can't really say there was a lot of, like, good King Kong or Godzilla figures as a kid, so I suppose, like, I, I've i always loved King Kong, so maybe something like that, but yeah, like, there's Ninja Turtles, there's Ghostbusters, there's yeah, He-Man, yeah. there's wrestlers, you know, like, it's all, the same. I, I, su- I suppose maybe maybe the articulation of the wrestlers nowadays would be like, whoa, like right. if I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So maybe something like that, but, or, or even like back then they didn't really make that
4: many female characters of, of, you know, yeah. figures. So now you get kind of those female characters, you know, it was very really rare the prob- to do that. The
5: problem is now is you're an adult and you've already experienced being a kid. So you've yeah. already had those memories of what we went through and obviously the toys are better now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as far as like the articulation goes, you don't you didn't know that, like That's, the articulation no, no, was, no, bad. No, you're there right. was none. You know, sure. I completely, completely didn't agree. exist.
3: Because even then, yeah. like I got into Bone Crunchers, and I was like, "Whoa, like this is I, cool." Yeah, right.
6: Right. Know, right if it Hasbro's
5: is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, dude, Brian.
6: I'm an LJN guy. So when I got yeah. the LJN, yeah. they <laughs> didn't even move, and I thought it was the coolest.
5: You're right. Thing. right. right. So
6: now now a, a kid gets an elite figure, like he doesn't care about right. articulation because like, yeah, this is just all just he's ever known. Now you're
4: right. Right. Having me pose my She Hulk like this, I would have broke the arms off as a kid because you couldn't do. <laughs> anything like this, you know, like right. know. Yeah, for the for the for sure. listeners, I have a, a She Hulk Marvel Legends in my hand.
3: But like, you know, even like the Ghostbusters, you know, like they're 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 the old Kenner Ghostbusters. Yeah, Right, it's right. the you
4: same know? thing. The He Mans too. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Well well the He He-Man Mans have, have
4: more articulation. Nice
3: articulation. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you're right. But, yeah. But now you got like pops who have no articulation and people I mean they don't people don't play with them, I don't think, but <laughs>
6: Like the, the whole the whole thing with pops and I got into pops very hard for a while is just the fact that they have so many licenses. So yeah. you're oh, you're, yeah. you're getting every character that you've you ever want. wanted in the same universe, in the same universe at the, the same scale where where they can all hang out together. And it Michael looks, Jordan it's cool. can fill cool, no. with Superman. Yeah, and they're best friends <laughs> with John Cena and Blanche from the Golden Girls. Yeah, yes.
5: right. it's yeah. perfect.
4: Exactly. <laughs> What's the next That's question?
5: The next question,
1: hmm,
5: I'm going to go with my man Dave Wheeler, who uh, I was actually um,
1: yeah. able
5: to meet at Live Seven Cool Dude. Um, he says you each get a chance to win a 100 percent complete collection of any toy line. Which toy line do you choose? Good so, lord! So for me, it's very simple um, because I'm I'm. I talk about it all the time, and I'm so fucking close right now. The Hasbro collection. I mean, but, but you're only winning a, a, but like then again, three more figures. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you, know what, you know what? You got to
4: pick something that, like, you have, like, you know you've always I'm going to go different. I'm gonna,
5: you're right. I, I should change it Okay. All right. Something that I've always. Pick. No, you don't. <laughs> I guarantee you don't. But go ahead. What, what do you think I'm going to pick, Hussey? I was going to say
4: you're going to pick Batman 89. All those, Kenner. Uh, and Oh, my Tarkis God, games. dude. How did
5: you get that? That's the legit Bat- what so I was going to pick.
4: I know you all too well. The Batmobile oh Bat and yeah. the Joker okay. Mobile yep. and
3: all that. All right, Hussman,
4: would you, I pick?
5: You, you do know me. Wow. Billy? Yeah. Oh, uh, Something
4: uh, major just happened. Something major happened. <laughs> Shoeski. Hold on. Shoes. Time out.
5: What's going on, shoes? It'll give you time to think. Is it a baseball the, game? The, the baseball Mets game. just
6: blew a four-run lead in the ninth. Oh, four-run? Who are they playing? Phillies.
4: Yeah. You're
3: texting Brian right now, aren't you? Actually,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Billy. <laughs> I know what Billy would pick. A I want to say Ghostbusters. I love I how he's Ghostbusters got his finger with to his With the firehouse like and the car. <laughs> I got my Professor X going on. Right. Um, <laughs> the with the the Ghostbusters with the firehouse and the car and then those glow in the dark ones, all the Ghostbusters. Is that what you would pick? Well,
3: I have the firehouse. I have no, the car. No, I know car. that. Okay. Um Ghostbusters is definitely up there. I did have most of it as a kid, like almost all of it. It would probably be like The whole entire original line of Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. because there's so much
6: more. There's so much I love
3: Ghostbusters, but it only went so far. That's why I didn't go Ninja Turtles. It only went so far turtles i can
2: have Ninja, everything Ninja. i never I have had
6: of them people really i think forget just how deep that line goes because it went oh, on oh, for yeah. far longer than people were really collecting it well it and went the amount on of like, variations that came out at the end and stuff were just right. smokes
3: it went on for about 10 years yeah yeah
4: like I, I remember they had those robot suit ones mm-hmm. where you put like the, the silver piece yep. on the, the fist launch out. Yep. That was my favorite one as a, you know, one of my favorite ones. Um, For mine, it's tough. I mean, Jake got the Batman. I would chose the Batman, Billy Ninja Turtles. or would have got Ninja Turtles. Um, The Hasbros I would definitely pick. Um, I'd probably just say Thundercats just because um my brothers had them and I love Thundercats and they never let me play with them because, they thought I was gonna break them. And I love just putting the 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 thing in the back that make their eyes glow. Mm-hmm. And the the Mumra playset where you flip it and it glows in the dark and it Yeah, the Tomb Mumra. Fortress. Yes. And and I never had the um it was I, I don't know if it was like a limited release or something, but they had the um Thundera, the Thundera playset with the big panther in the front.
6: The cat's layer?
4: The cat's layer, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, I, I always wanted that, but I can never find them at the flea market. So I I would say Thundercats probably,
6: uh, that's a really cool one that, that would probably be mine as well. I obviously for me, the biggest collection is the original vintage He-Man line, Yes, but I already have so much of it that I almost feel like I'm wasting the pick. If I go with that, the problem is the stuff I don't have is like high dollar stuff but it makes me think that if i'm just getting a full line would i go maybe vintage gi joe because Ooh. that line is so extensive with yeah. vehicles and playsets and there's just so much to it you can but army I build think you can army yeah. build every, i mean so many different things whether it's vipers or just regular cobra troopers bats I mean, the the there's the Sergeant Slaughter with his tank is great. I remember getting as a kid at Toys R Us at the Ooh. mall, like I, you know, and the, having yes. the USS Flag aircraft carrier playset, having the um the the U the Defiance Space Center. I have was, that. Like, yeah, I got that as a kid for like I like what what bullshit graduation do you have as a kid like kindergarten? <laughs> like I think that was like, like I think that was my <laughs> kindergarten graduation gift. And it was like, nice. so like the, all those GI Joe playsets were so in depth that there's so many pieces that as a child that you lost pieces like just by opening the box. It was like oh, a yeah. gimme. Like it was these things will never be complete or again.
4: And the stickers, all the the, oh, the little tiny stickers, I, and put- all the
6: exclusive figures that would come with something like the flag or the spaceship. Like those figures alone you know, who only came with that, even they go for big money now, just by themselves. Yeah. I'm
3: pretty sure it was shoes past the third grade. <laughs> oh, what a glorious day. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right. The Joe
6: shoes way. I, I, by <laughs> I that point, you had my- it in yeah by that point my mom was probably like, fuck this. You should be doing this shit by now. Stop playing with toys. You're you're an adult man. You're not my kid. You don't even
2: look like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
3: Well, as always, that was that was fun and and one hundred percent spontaneous. Uh yeah, we did man. not know we did know who our guest was gonna be. That's just gonna get rescheduled. So um we didn't know who our guest was going to be up until yeah. you came on. So thanks yeah, for wanting to it jump on. It was a very, very pleasant yeah. surprise. I didn't right? realize I that you to- were jumping on in the middle of a Mets game. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> I just yeah. happened to you know, be on Facebook and saw the yeah. post come up, and I was like, eh, I'm around.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, we appreciate it. it.
3: That was awesome.
6: I appreciate you guys having me as always. And this Absolutely. is, like I said, anytime I'm around.
3: Cool. Thank
2: Hell you. Oh, yeah, man. man. Well am down for part three. Take us out. <laughs> Play my fucking music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear. They want to wear it. H-A-R-D. Just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a Toy Boy,
1: Toy Boy!
2: I'm just a Major mark.
1: Major Monk!
2: I'm not a Toy Boy, Toy Boy! Claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch, I'm just a major mark, major mark I'm not a toy boy, toy boy I'm just a major mark, major
1: mark
2: I'm not a toy boy, toy boy Hey all you major marks, claim all that merchandise